Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. Chickens are weird! All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Earn's World Podcast. It's your boy DJ Iron One, and it's your boy Diff You, and uh, we are coming up with y'all back again from Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess to get into things, kick this thing off. How was your week? How's your week been so far? Yeah. It's only Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, we cooling. About to head back into the studio this week. Um, just trying to figure out a rollout. No, I feel it. Yeah, I'm gonna put these tracks out. But uh, yeah, you know, everything's cooling, man. That's what's up. What about you? Um, I mean, shit's kind of going, making a little bit of progress. Uh, I'm talking to people about getting some motion graphics and stuff in order for us for some stuff we have coming in the future. It's not really stuff we have coming coming in the future. Just some new looks for some stuff we have coming in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, cop the ticket for that little like rave thing you were telling me about next month. Never been to a rave, so I'm looking forward to that. Shouts out to Dan. Um, yeah, shout out to Dan for telling us about that. So, there's a dude coming from like the UK out here to Portland to like throw a party, a grave style. So, Forge Drive West, for those people that don't know, Forge Drive West is coming out, um, to Portland. And yeah, like I said, shout out to Dan, put me on a great music. And, uh, yeah, like what, what, what'd you say earlier today or the other day? You said, uh, I'm trying to lose my mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Bro, I was joking. I was like, yeah, I'm about to go in there wear some rave clothes. I was like, I'm trying to lose my mind. I'm trying to lose my mind, man. Uh, <laughs> Shit. But nah, um, other than that, though, is we, we, I've just been kind of like working on graphics and stuff like that. Um, so just pulling together some... Well, we found like the actual font we needed for the rest of... I don't know. I guess the the, the regular Earns World VC. Um, so just based on having that and finding that, I decided, I was like, you know, let me just go ahead and pull together consistent looking VC for this podcast using all the same text and typeface. So there's that. Um, also, I guess in the past week or so, just been getting stuff in order for us to put this podcast on like DSPs. So mm-hmm. like Spotify, Apple podcast, SoundCloud, if you want to call it that. And obviously of course, YouTube, but realistically the website I'm using to help us do this stuff from a DSP standpoint is, um, supposed to basically give us the ability to kind of like distribute our podcast wherever you're able to distribute podcasts so we will soon have these podcasts <laughs> they get the gist available for y'all to listen to instead <laughs> they get the of, instead of watch be, just on youtube we're about to be everywhere, man. watch on youtube we'll still have it available on youtube shit yeah so long story short like he said i gave you the long-winded response right, we're going international we're about to be everywhere let's go man we're going shit. international yeah we're going international man earns world basically you feel me uh <laughs> yeah so that's kind of been a week so far. Um, well, to piggyback off of what you said, um, yeah, man, we do got a lot of shit in the works. Like I said, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. We got some shit on the way. Um, it's one of those things, though, you know, you'll see as you roll it out. I don't even like to speak on a lot of this shit. It's just going to unfold in front of everybody. So, yeah, man, stay tuned. And uh, we happy to have y'all with us. I think that's what, episode 16? Yeah, it's episode 16. Yeah, episode 16. So. We rocking, man, on our way to 20. You mind passing me that tripod over there? Shit, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you. Uh-huh. 
On our way to 20, man. Yeah. Where we going with it today? What we starting with? Um, I guess we can go ahead and, um, I don't know, let me text Tommy, see if he's ready. But uh, we have a guest we're trying to get on the podcast tonight. One of the homies out here, we... It's kind of like a redemption situation because, like I said in the past, we've had countless test episodes that we tried to get off the ground, but just due to like issues with audio, trying to figure out the audio situation, we just weren't able to uh, make it work. But as a redemption, we got a special guest tonight, homie Marty. About to call him on Facetime, make sure this is working properly. Um, so yeah, about to call Marty. Alright, what do you need going on? What do I need? Yeah, on my end. Nothing, it's just the audio. I'm gonna call the, the thing you just gotta pick up. I'm just letting... Speakerphone? Um, you said what? Speakerphone? No, no, no. Yeah, just pick up. And turn your camera off. There we go. Yo, Yo. what's good? What's this, man, this man is in the dark. Turn the light on so the people can see this you, man. man. There we go. There we go. What's man. up, man? How are you? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Shut up, work. Eat a cheesecake. We are good. That's what's up. That's what's up. What, uh, yeah, hey, man. So, on. I guess introduce, the, we're gonna introduce, the, introduce. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Cheesecake? Cheesecake, bro. I'm From where? Um, okay. Cool story. This lady, she drops off cheesecakes she makes to our job, mm-hmm. and then we just sell them, and then it's a cool relationship. That's what's but up. But they're fire. Straight up fire. That's what's up. Marty. Yeah, man. For more context, this is the homie Marty. Super into music and stuff like that. He's from Portland. <clears throat> um, we tried to call him in the past on some test episodes, but you know, shit ain't really work out because of audio issues. But anyway, we got the homie Marty on the podcast. Marty, say what's up to yes, the people. Sir. Which one people to know Let's about you? Talk to the people. Talk to the people. Humble beginnings, you know, Marty. Uh, just living, man. Life is good. Life is good. Life's how you make it. So, be happy. For real. Positive for real. advice, words of wisdom from our guy Marty. Yeah, this man be knowing the, knowing the music, man. He got the he got the ears on the new shit for real. Big facts. Um, Big facts. I feel like it's more so like what people are attracted to, um, like sonically. So everybody has their own taste. Everybody likes a certain type of music, certain genres. I don't even believe in genres nowadays, you know, because it's you can combine five genres and make that a hit. That's facts. Per se, you know. So genre kind of to me in a way. Hey, I like I like how you mad humble with it, but yo, for those that don't know, bro, be low key cooking. He produced too. You know what I'm saying? Not to put you on the blow on the spot and all, but. Nah, really though, Marty be having that ear, and he knows what's up. What kind what's of up, uh, what kind what kind of music right? you produce? Um, like I said, genre is like kind of just outdated, but in a way, um, just more so soulful, um, R and B stuff you can feel, emotion, um, shit, something you can freestyle to. I don't know. I don't have any boundaries, so if you throw me into a room full of just people, I can create something that you know, just go with the wave and shit like that. You know. 
So I feel it. It is what it is, you know. <clears throat> no facts, facts. I feel you on that one hundred percent. You you ain't yeah. been cooking up nothing lately. Oh, I've been cooking every day. Oh, for sure then. So you got some shit on the way. Bro, I can't reveal my cards all fully, but um, soon come in July, I want to drop. It's like a three-song EP. Um, I want to, you know. Hold that thought though. Before you, I just realized I didn't have the volume turned up on the mixer for the phone, so we could hear you, but everybody else couldn't hear you. So we're gonna start that a little bit over. Anyway, we got the homie Marty on the phone. This the homie Marty. Like I said in the past, we tried to call him in a few times, but audio levels weren't working. But yeah, he's from Portland. He's into music, dope stuff. Also produces. Marty, talk to the people. Which one of them know? What's good, y'all? Life is great. Um, Shit, be happy. Choose to be happy. Um, Let the little shit go. Don't let shit bother you. Because, bro, you're going to be in your head all day if you do that shit. So just let shit fly. Be yourself. Be yourself fully because I feel like a lot of people, they just get caught up in life and they just lose themselves. And it's kind of hard to hold on to yourself because, you know, time moves so fast. And I don't know. But listen to how this man talking. He's so young. Facts. Big facts. <laughs> Lots of wisdom over here. Lots of hey, wisdom. Yo, Lots real of wisdom. Shit, Lots though. of wisdom. Young Sage over here. Like I said it once and I'll say it again. Bro Loki got the ear on the culture as far as this new sound goes. He definitely knows the new shit. And I'm one of the people I'm picky when it comes to music. Like, I actually, like, I don't really trust a lot of people's ear when it comes to music. So, if a motherfucker, like, gives me some shit and I fuck with it genuinely, I know that, like, alright, you kind of got an ear for some shit. Because, like, I got an ear for some shit. So, it's like, you one of the youngest people in my circle that I actually trust. And as far as like the you know the sounds and I be rocking with artists you put me on now and like I put him on some artists that you put me on so it's like sure same that. shit with Dan so it's you know yeah yeah not big facts I just feel like I just feel like music comes to you like each person specifically like they could choose to like I don't know take it in or not you know like I'm saying like you could be scrolling through Instagram randomly find a fire track you're like oh shit let me add that to my library. That happens to me all the time. Yeah, or you just scroll past it, you know? So I usually use my Instagram as, like, a tool more than, like, you know, being addicted to, like, all the fucking likes, the serotonin hits, you know, all that shit. That shit weird to me. Like, living life on the phone. Um, Use it as a tool, like, your phone even, bro. Like, you don't have to be on your phone, like, scrolling all day, bro. That's that's an addiction. Same as any other drug. Some, Some shit in here, you know? So get your shit right. Shit, I'm addicted to this cooking, Brad. Shit, that's what I'm on. You already know how we doing. And I know you got some shit that you you brewing up some shit. You got some shit cooking on the way as well. Um, yeah. Let the people know a little bit about like you as far as like your your lane, man, on this producing shit though. I know you said you kind of like you can you can uh, kind of blend in, in in a room and and adapt to different things. But based off the the shit that I've heard from you, you definitely got an ear for more on like the R and B shit. And that's one of the the highlights to, for me as far as, like, your ear goes. Because um, you be putting me on to a lot of shit. What's crazy is I'm not even really into a lot of, like, the new R&B. I like older R&B. 
So hey, you be having an ear on a lot of shit that I don't know as far as yeah, R&B artists. You put me on to Leia. You put me on to facts, Leia. Facts, uh, facts, yeah, facts, facts, you put facts. Me on, you, was, you put me on to Leia. Nah, that that's true. That is true. Leia, that was that was a, that was a hell of a lie. Yo, you know it's crazy. Joe Budden got on him. Got on her late. I was like, yeah, because when he when he when he. When he had mentioned, like, I don't, I was like, I don't know how many podcasts ago now, but it was just funny because I'm like, damn, you just not catching on. But she gassed, though. Leia is hard. Leia gassed. That whole album was good. Hey, if she comes in town, we all gotta go. I'm with it. She came out of nowhere, too. Not opposed to that. Slept on. I I love your energy, bro. It's just like so different. So, so who, 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 who's similar right now that, uh, that, that you rocking with that's on that lane? Give us, give us a few. Raven Lene, she's okay. fire. She's like psychedelic R and B soul. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Sampha lately. You said Sampha? Yeah. Okay, I know you. Is he got a new project up? No, no, no. I'm just like re re, re- oh, going okay, through okay. shit. But um, newer cats. Uh, Fouché, Fouché's cool. How you spell it? F O U S H E with the accent. She's like it's French. Okay. But she was featured on Steve Lacey's album, the okay. recent one. She's fired, bro. Okay. Check her out. Um, male, male artist. Shit, I've been on um, Highway. He's not really like a singer, but he's a rapper. He's hard. I feel like he's next up for real. Highway. I'm not taking on what I'm saying, bro. Just be spewing and shit. Like, hey, you Highway know what I mean? hard, bro. Like I'm a music nerd, and I'm sure you guys are too. So Already, yeah, that's why I just dope because it's like, I, I there was a point in time where I could like spew out a bunch of brand new artists. I'm in yeah. my lane with my music shit so much now. I ain't even really like in touch with a lot of the new new shit. So it's like when you just be spewing out these artists, I'm like, yo, who the fuck is these people? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, okay, it's just cool, but, man. You but, tapped but, in. But at the end of the day, like it just gives me motivation because like they get discovered all the time, you know. And it's more so like if you put good music out, bro, bro, you're gonna have like people rocking with you because like that vibe is right. Facts. You know, if you fake your shit, you're not gonna like really do shit because like you're trying to blend in with the crowd, you know. True. But good music always travels. You know, I believe in that, and I know shit for a fact that you know when I drop, like I hopefully have some people that are just rock with me. I don't need, I don't need clout. I don't need all that shit. I just need people that actually enjoy music to like fuck with me. You know, I'm with so, that 100. That's, that's my sole purpose of my, of my just music journey, I guess. Like, things will come. I'm not forcing shit, you know, living life daily, being inspired, always playing shit in my head, even when I'm at work. Well, shit, on another note, as far okay, you gave me a few of the R&B. Give me some more rap. What's what's turned up rap shit? Cause I know you sent you sent us sent us a few tracks that we are gonna play in the jam session. Um, but yeah, well, let's, we need some more, man. I need some more shit. Uh, I I sent Levi Carter. He's a young cat. Um, I think he's from Atlanta. He's hard as fuck. Like his beats are like crazy to me. Um, Levi Carter's one. Um, yeah, you breathing in the mic. Who? You? Me? Yeah. Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Levi, Levi Carter. Carter. Cedric, uh, Ceddie Hendrix, he's next. Okay, um, I've heard of him before. He's from Florida. Um, Ceddie Hendrix. Other than that, uh, I'm not really tapped into the rap right now. I'm tapped into like jazz right now. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Okay, what's up with that? Yeah, I've been um, 
uh, what's his name? Alpha Mist. Alpha Mist is cool. Who? Alpha Mist. Check him out. A L F A space M I S T. Check out his project Antiphon. Okay. Fire. Um, hi hiatus coyote. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but uh, Drake has sampled a couple of the tracks. Funny story. Um, he sampled one of them, and I actually checked them out through that. Actually, like looking up who um he sampled and shit, and I checked them out. Fire. <clears throat> that happens sometimes. It should be like that. Straight gas, but um, oh, another um R and B cat that I'm like hella like into right now. Fabo. Fabo is hard. Never I've heard, heard of Fabo. Fabo before. It's funny because when I first heard him, I was like, I was asking if um if people were talking about the um. D4L? D4L, Fabo, but they were talking about R&B star. Uh, not star, but R&B artist. No, F- Fabo's fire, bro. He's, um... I like his project. Which one is it? Uh, Soul, Soul Quarius. I'm, like, addicted to that. I, I actually got a t-shirt of his, too, so... I fuck with his music. Um, Other than that, bro, anything inspires me. It just has to sound good. And even if it does sound good, I'll find something good in that, you know? That's, like... I don't know, the, the best part about having ears is, like, you fucking get inspired <clears throat> off of listening to shit. Even if it's quote-unquote bad, you still find beauty in the ugly, so. Man, what's crazy, shit. what's crazy is, like I was saying, normally I'd be going out of my way to find music, but because I've been working on music myself, yeah. it's more been just, like, if it comes to me, fall on my lap, oh, hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about, but, like, it's been a slower it's been slower taking in as far as just new shit. So I, I'm definitely, um, I'm trying to get back in the groove of just always surfing music, man. I used to just make a habit of literally just hey, getting on Apple music. How and about just this? Checking how about shit. this? In that group chat, we have just fucking send shit. Just I mean, yeah, that's what, that's what we do that shit anyway. That's on the regular. Yeah, but, yeah, but just, just send, I'll, I'll send shit. I hope you guys send shit back, you know, like. I will say, we'll definitely send stuff back. Yeah, you know, so, you know how we do. relationship on that, because, there's this artist that we've been rocking with for a minute that we just found out recently it dropped two new projects. Granted, they're collaboration projects, so they weren't, like, solo projects by him, but mm-hmm. it's artist out he of know. Atlanta named Key. You know Key? You know Key? Key, yeah, yeah, yeah. Key. so yeah, he dropped he dropped key. two projects at the tail end of twenty twenty two that we ain't even know about. Hey, love on ice, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know um, what's up. Shit, other than that, bro, just fucking living. You know, being happy and shit. How you guys doing though? Doing all right. Yeah, man. Shit, you know, like I said, same here. Focus on this music shit. Trying to get this these uh these tracks out. Yeah, I've just yeah. been like. Honestly, learned a bunch about like graphic design and stuff like that as of late. So that's kind of hey, what I've been working on. That's fire. You you been on Photoshop and shit? Photoshop. I would say Illustrator, but Illustrator been kicking my ass. I can't even really figure that joint out. That's like, bro, that's some shit, different shit. shit so I, hard as fuck, Photoshop. When you figure that shit out, you be happy as fuck. So <laughs> facts. not facts though. Photoshop, I'm, I guess not. I'm not definitely not proficient in any of this stuff, but I know enough to to do some stuff in. So Photoshop, After Effects, I'm just now dabbling in um, for like motion graphics and stuff like that. And then okay. Adobe Premiere for like just video editing stuff. I've been dabbling in that. Obviously, that at this podcast from a visual standpoint. Sure. Um, and then. I use Adobe InDesign for like my resume and stuff like that. Hey, hard work, bro. Good shit. You know, that shit pay off. Yeah, so I've been slowly learning these graphic design tools over the past, 
What year is it? Twenty twenty three now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over the past eight years. Oh wow! Just been teaching myself and just like having to find myself in environments where like people are using the tools. So it's like, oh, well, I'm always always been interested in graphics. I wanted to minor in graphic design when I was in college. So it's like, anytime oh, I get the chance to like first, kick it and sit with some graphic designers, I'm like, oh hell yeah, let me do this shit real quick. At first, it starts as like an interest, you know, yep. and then you, you fucking start loving it more because like you're like, okay, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, you know, and that's the beauty of it all because that interest like just spark a flame. I mean, not only that, it's just like, I mean, if you have access to the tools, I mean, most of the tutorials, not even tutorials, but I mean, I just feel like most of the stuff you need to know, people have already taught you how to do it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're a visual learner, hey, which, I feel like most, which I feel like most artistic people tend to, most artistic and creative people tend to be, mm-hmm. YouTube it kind of works is out. The freest source of fucking knowledge ever. YouTube University. Yep. YouTube University, bro. Shout out YouTube. Hey, you know what's crazy, though, is like, we literally are, uh, um, growing in front of the world you know what i'm saying so if you've been like tuning in with the episodes like you're literally seeing us progress in real time so like literally like a lot of changes are about to happen like these you know i can't tell you what episode you're gonna see it but we, we on, on the back end we got a lot of like crazy shit we're working on right now so it's just cool because like the whole, y'all literally seeing it as we move, you know what I'm saying? So that's a good thing, bro. We learning this shit. You guys, because I know y'all moved hella far from home, trying to find you know another place you can call home. So welcome to Portland, bro. Shit, moving for five years now. <laughs> yeah. I'm still, bro. Like, shit, crazy. Nah, no, but I mean, think about think about the but to his point though, a lot of people that move here don't even last more than a year. Yeah, because they like. They feel uncomfortable. They feel anxious even walking out. Bro, I've had people try to talk me to leave, to leave and telling me that this place ain't the place. But it's like, man, they just, they look at it from the wrong standpoint. And I always use this this example. Uh, I always say, if you if you think of a person like Elon Musk, it don't matter where the fuck he's at. He's Elon Musk. So yeah. no matter where you put him, he going to think like Elon Musk. He going to figure yeah. out and do some shit. So it's all about the mindset. Yeah, it's all in here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I know out here, I know what the fuck I got. I know what's in Bro, front of me. I know what I can do. And I know, um, you know, sometimes it could get a little crowded in, in your head just because, you know, that toxic way of thinking or you just relapse into just toxic thinking. But it's really how you overcome shit. And it's really how, um, you know, Finding the light in the darkness, even like, man, you already you know, know, man. You already taking my motherfucking slogans, man. That's why, that's why shit for my clothing brand. <laughs> darker approach, darker approach towards revealing the, revealing the light. No real shit though. I feel you. I taught you that. I'm just like one hundred percent though. Big, big facts though. It's like how you fucking, you know, are positive or like what you're thinking of when you're in the bad. Like shit, you can overcome anything, and that may sound corny or cliche, but it's facts. It may take a little time. And it may take, you know, a little bit of uncomfortable, like, just episodes and days and shit. You're like, oh, shit, what am I doing? What am I doing? But as long as you can just hang in there, bro, it'll look, it'll be better in, like, a month. Yeah, because we've both month. been through a lot in this past few years. I know I can, you can say this. You definitely can say. And it's like, I'm pretty sure for you, there was times where you felt like there was some dark-ass moments. And, bro, you still oh, yeah. here. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's like... And, and it really be like who you keep in your circle too, because bro, people who you choose to be around you, they really do matter. Like, let's be real. And like, if you down like your homeboy, like I'm not saying he has to, but in a way, like y'all are in each other's circle, bro. Like, grab that motherfucker up. You know, like that's how I look at it. Sometimes you gotta smack him in the head, be like, "What the fuck?" You but doing? Marty, you already know how I am. He already know how I am. 
And Aaron yeah. know me too. Would never know. Yeah, I, 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 I've not known this dude since fucking. I was in what tenth tenth grade. Hey, it's bro. Brothers fight, bro. Like it is what it is. You you can disagree on something, but at the end of the day, it's all love, you know. Because everybody has their own. That's opinion. that's that's the that's the whole that's, point. Exactly right there. Like, cause at the end of the day. A motherfucker ain't gonna do some shit to hurt you. If anything, is 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 because mm, some people will. No, no, I'm, not, no, I'm, I'm saying, like, not, I'm saying, I'm saying, like a though, friendship like, from a friendship like, standpoint. If a motherfucker, some, some if people could... will, some people will, but like that's that's like on, on like another thing. Like it's how you choose your people. It's like if you choose the wrong person, obviously gonna bite you in the ass, and you learn from that. True. If you don't, that shit is a cycle, and shit's gonna be a cycle until you learn what the fuck you're doing. And then I've actually like recently just. You know, pull myself up out of like, okay, maybe you gotta start doing this, maybe you gotta start doing that, maybe you gotta eat healthy, maybe you gotta drink hella more water. So it comes down to that, and it's it's how you feed yourself, like spiritually, fucking how you feed yourself, like realistically, like Tevin, you better not be eating Wendy's, bro. <laughs> Yo, chill, 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 chill. chill. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. Why am I gonna be on blast like that? I'll be quiet. Why am I gonna be on blast like that, man? I'm gonna be quiet. God, dog, bro. I'm gonna be quiet. Hey, look. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We, we both we, we both would like get hella smacked like you're supposed to leave and then fucking go get some wedges, bro. Bro, I swear I tried, bro. But look, I'm not giving up though. I'm telling you, you already know I ain't giving up. I ain't bro, giving up. Banana, bro. Fuck. God, banana, dog. Bro. I mean, banana bread. Bro, banana. <laughs> nah, real shit. I'm gonna eat banana bread. Nah, real shit, though. He said you better not be eating Wendy's. Damn, dude. You don't want to know what I ate today. But look. What you eat today? Hey, chill, 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 chill. chill. <laughs> we ain't even gonna, we gonna, we gonna bleep that shit out. No, Hell, we not. Hell yeah, we. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, we <laughs> bleeping that shit out, bro. But uh, I'm working on it, bro. I really am trying to get better. It's hard. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. It's no, hard. Bro, like, but I, I keep doing you. But like, hey. Nah, bro. I gotta, I gotta get right, man. I told myself because, like, I'm one of the type of people when I say I'm gonna do something, I do it. And this is one of the things that I've low key haven't been able to like accomplish, and it does kind of hurt me because I normally like when I say, like I said, when I say I'm gonna do something, I do it. I told myself that I was gonna get this shit figured out, and I, I'm still eating fast food, so it's like. Hey. But it I actually know my, the main reason why I'm eating fast food, though, to keep I it real with you. I knocking you, bro. It's to, like... It's the convenience, you, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is convenient. Too, but at the end of the day, bro, like, our gut and our our bodies, they're not going to last until... Bro, you, 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 bro, you no, already... No, I mean, I just think of... The, I already know this shit. Not even that, just like, okay, think of the, the types of... Think of the types of... Think of the types of... Think of the types of diets just our people traditionally eat. Like, your people from Asia. Our people are traditionally from Africa. We eat a lot of rice and like yeah. grain and stuff like that, like natural yeah. organic stuff. Like, right, bro. Our ancestors. We're not supposed to. Be, we're not supposed to be eating this stuff. That's bro, why people over over. So that's why people over in like Africa and like Asia and stuff. Even though they live in like some of the, even though some of those people that live in some of those countries live in like the, the worst conditions because they eat yeah. healthy, yeah. they live forever. And, bro, our ancestors were fucking strong as shit. They weren't even fed these chemical fucking random fucking food, you know. They weren't like, bro, we're ingesting hella corn syrup as we speak. Right, so it's like, imagine having their diets back in the day with our healthcare bro, today. We would be like, we would be like, we would be like, we would be living in like, probably like 115, 120. Bro, I, bro I'd be sexy as fuck if I ate fucking, let, let's not get into that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like health is wealth, like at the end of the day, or yeah. So realizing that shit, I just, 
been drinking more water. Um, I gotta start going to the gym. You know. Um, Bro, I was on my salads heavy, hey, man. I was on hey, the detox and I fucked up. Hey, saying all of that though, it really does support that healthy, creative mindset though. And I'm I'm saying that because. Bro, taking care of your gut, taking care of your body, it's going to, your blood's going to pump better. You're going to feel better. And if anybody in the world feel you, Craig, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm dead ass. Like, I already know these things, but that shit easier said than done. I'm telling you right now. Hey, but if I ever pull up to y'all, bro, I'm going to get y'all a cheesecake, bro. <laughs> Sensational, bro. Shout out Future. It's so good. So Why you put the camera back on me? I was just putting the camera, the phone down for real, for real. <laughs> it just happened to be on you. I mean, you're tiny on our screen, so ain't nobody gonna really see. But yeah, I mean, you're 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 like Marty. You're like full size on our screen. So for everybody listening right now, we got the homie Marty on Facetime. So if you actually yeah, want to see this conversation and stuff like that, just tap in on YouTube. But yeah. Yo, we might as well have him join this fucking conversation, bro. No, we're gonna, we gonna have him. We gonna have him next time. Next time we next time we talk to Marty, he's gonna be on the couch. Yeah, we might as well have him join in on this conversation. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring a join. Oh, you talking about the, you talking about the rest of the podcast? Yeah, because yeah, we, yeah, we got I mean, a podcast. Cool. Cool. That's, that's cool. I mean, you're just not really gonna be able to see much. That's I mean, right. I can t- actually. As a matter of fact, I can turn the camera around on my phone so you can see on the screen. But I mean, I don't yeah. know. If it'll... No, no, it's cool. I'll be down to talk, but shit. All, right. All I want to do is talk that. Preach that good shit so these youngins will know, bro. Like, fuck, our generation's kind of fucked. Oh, shit, man. Less. Well, now we got you here. What's, I mean, what's the, the first? The first topic is uh, Jeremy Scott leaving Machino. So, I don't know how many of y'all are familiar with um, Jeremy Scott, but he I sent you a, a reference. You can't use your phone, though, because you're a fashion designer. Let me pull it up. Um, Trying to think of who he was most recently with before Machino. Machino. Oh, no, before Machino, he was with, uh, working with Adidas pretty heavily. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was yeah, doing. Yeah. He had the the run with Adidas from like twenty ten. Was it twenty ten, two thousand nine, two thousand nine to like twenty fourteen? I want to say he was making stuff with Sounds Adidas. Right. He was the guy that was producing all like the like the Adidas. They had like the stuffed animals and stuff on them. Um, the Adidas that had the wings on them. I'm trying to think of what other pairs of Adidas he made. He had a, a decent amount of. Adidas collaborations and product that he pushed out. But anyway, he left them to become creative director for Moschino, correct? Yeah. And then now he's recently, now he's leaving Moschino. I don't know what he's about to do, but I don't know. It'll probably be something dope. He's always pushed out some like off the wall, out there product. He's actually one of my favorite clothing designers. And he's like, if I have like a top 10, top five, he's in that for me personally. Um, Especially with the shit that he did with Moschino. Like I've always just loved the outlandish, like, wild shit that they think of and in the way he his brain works with the creative shit i just i fuck with it um so yeah always and i've actually watched his documentary a documentary on him before his story is pretty cool pretty inspiring because he was one of those people that like come from like um uh he didn't come from a, a a place that was like known for like fashion and shit so he really had to like just he had he knew what he was capable of and he literally went and, and did it you know what i'm saying so for that reason alone is like hella fire. Um, but also, again, just the shit that he did as far as the designs, super outlandish, super crazy, but re- like really fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is dope. And I, I think he kind of did it in a cool way. I'm going to be real with you. I wasn't a huge fan of the, the Adidas shit. I wasn't a fan of really any of the stuff he did with um, Adidas. But I mean, I'm not, let me not say I wasn't a fan of it. I wasn't like, I, would, I wouldn't rock it. Yeah, I wouldn't rock it. Exactly. Because I still appreciate it. Was, it. I, I just yeah. wasn't. It was, 
I actually like the more of the shit that he did. I could see me being a, a designer too. A lot of times it doesn't always have to be something that I'm wearing. Like I like the shit that he designed for women as well. Like the, the dresses and shit that he's done. Like I like all the shit he's done, male or female. I appreciate just his work, like how he designs. So it don't necessarily be anything that I'm going to wear, but it's like, oh, that shit's dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Down to the purses and shit and like all that shit. So yeah, he, they, they fucking killed. And then, um, I'm trying to think what is his mo- what's his most memorable Adidas design for me though. Probably I'd say either the bone the bone the Adidas bones or the um I was about to say that like yeah. the Flintstone looking shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was crazy because I mean like I don't feel like anybody ever made that. I feel like connection, like, but I feel like that yeah. shoe was like designed off of Fred Flintstone. I feel like mm, someone who's like maybe. heavily inspired by him is Kerwin Frost. You guys know Kerwin Frost. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like Jeremy Scott like he just carved the lane for a lot of people. So Carmen Frost, like I saw his recent collection. It's 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 out there. Who is he? Who who, who he? Uh, oh, he did collaboration with Adidas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I he think I did. Gigantic shit. like shell toe. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. over like the exaggerated <laughs> shell toe. Um, I'm trying to think of the. I'd say yeah, but for going back to Jeremy Scott though, I feel like the. I don't know the most memorable silhouettes for me from him would be. The bones, obviously. My homie Miles had those in college, and then the he had a lot of the gorillas. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the gorillas. The gorillas, the panda, um, wings. the wings. Yeah, the wings. Oh, it, was four, it was four. I feel like I and the wings. They had like different colorways. They had the gold, the, yep. the silver, they had the white. Bro, the white ones were probably the best Rocky. though. Rocky rocked it once, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, he had them on in um, was it the peso yeah, video? Jeremy Scott, I think they cool. I think so. Might have been the peso video that, that, that was like Rocky 2012, had him on. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Was it twenty twelve? Yeah, it was like twenty twelve. Yeah. Twenty eleven, twenty twelve. Damn. Yeah, because I remember my homie um eleven was like ago. super, super into ASAP our like freshman year of college. And I'd still to this day I feel like they probably would have let him just be an honorary member of the ASAP mob on some like ASAP Lou shit. If he would if he would have just went to the club with them that night Who? after the show. Um my homie Miles. <laughs> he didn't do it though because he was they came to him they had a they had a meet and greet on my school's campus before they performed in Greensboro that night and he was like at the meet and greet and out of everybody at the meet and greet he was the only person that could name like literally everybody in the ASAP mob aside from like like you know everybody at the time probably just knew like ASAP Rocky and like a handful of other people ASAP Rocky maybe like ASAP Ferg and Nas maybe maybe Nas but he named literally everybody in the ASAP mob, they were like, "Yeah, like, bro, come to the club Yams, with us after the show." Yams is the heart of that crew, though. He ain't come. He ain't come to the. He he ain't come to the. He ain't go to the club with them. I was like, "Bro, what were you hey, thinking?" It is what it is, bro. Nah, I'm hip. What shit? Hope you doing well. Hope you doing well. How y'all feel about uh Pharrell stepping into the world and taking Virgil's place for uh, Louis Vuitton? Ooh. I'm excited. I'll be real, cause. I'm kind of indifferent. I mean, it's nice to see these, like, high fashion houses finally start to, like, work with black designers and black, just black people in general. But at the same time, I feel like it's one of those situations where it's, like, too little, too late. Because it really should have been happening years ago. What if it's not coming from that shit? What if it's coming from a genuine standpoint? I mean, if it's coming from a genuine standpoint, cool. But, I mean, even still, like, sometimes I just feel like it comes across as, like, panderish. You know, I don't think anything that Louis Vuitton and Virgil did was panders. No, what I'm saying is, I feel like a lot of those 
partnerships wouldn't even have happened had it not even been for the, the George Floyd stuff that happened summer 2020. Now, if I can't, I don't know timelines on a tight knit tip, but I mean, I can look. I don't feel was. like Virgil was. I feel like Virgil was on before that. I don't think so. I I feel like I think um, he was on before that yeah. happened. Because Off White was popping. Um, he had another. Um, yeah, that was way before. That was way, 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 way. Off White was yeah. way, way, way before all that. Okay. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, in 2018. Yeah. yeah he said so okay. he'd been with Louis Vuitton way before that happened. All right. Because yeah. Uzi, Uzi had um, Uzi, he had Virgil do his album cover that one time. Well, the point is, is that he's been with them before all that. So I genuinely don't think that that was the case with them. I think that. I don't know what behind closed doors. I do know that I felt like that was a smart move. We all know if you pay attention yeah, to the, smart move. the the fashion world and how Louis Vuitton um, transitioned, they were known for their monogram patterns, and they really only had like a signature like pattern and look to everything. They didn't really switch up a whole lot. You might see some shit on their crazy like high end like dri- like runway type shit. But as far as like like on those small pieces or whatever, but as far as like just the average shit like their their luggage and like um bags and shit like that, it was all just like standard monogram. Even with the L V belts, like monogram belt, you know what I mean? That was just standard. For how long? Up until that transition of when like 'cause I'm gonna be real with you, like I don't I remember Louis Vuitton always kinda of been Louis Vuitton, but in the yeah, rap world had like the in a rap world, I mean, they always had pieces that would like. They had pieces, but when you saw, when like, you saw, for the most I, part, their like staples were the ones that most people would like go after and buy. I don't know what year years exactly, but you, you there was a point when you did see rappers wearing Louis Vuitton. Like I said, it was the typical brown and yeah, it gold. Was the, it, was the, it was the staple stuff, like their staple items. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I can't remember a time where you didn't. It was like once Virgil came in, you started seeing like crazy off the wall Louis Vuitton shit. Like as far as just. Everything was just really just different, and I don't, and I could be biased. That's why, like, correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like when he came in, it really did kind of just change the the, the game. No, you're right, for yeah, sure. I just dude. couldn't remember. I thought I, I don't know. I had the timeline mixed up. I didn't realize he went in in 2018. But yeah, and it's just crazy to, to, to see all the amount of work that he put in before he died. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but ha- even still, I feel like my point still stands because I mean, like, even still, I feel like 2018 is still too late. Because I mean, like. You got people like, I mean, I know this is probably like the cliche person to pick, but like Dapper Dan, who was like, who really should have been like a creative director at one of these fashion houses back in like, they, they stole the from 80s. Gucci. They stole from Gucci. I mean, Gucci stole from them, my bad. But, 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 but when I'm, when I mean, back to the Pharrell thing, though, what I'm getting at is, though, I feel like with Virgil leaving Louis Vuitton, it's like, of course, there's a bunch of motherfuckers, right, that, you know, you could possibly pick, I guess, to be, you know, a creative director. Like, a lot of times, creative directors come from different houses into another house. Shit, like, Jeremy Scott just left, you know what I mean? So, it's like... Yeah, but I mean, is Adidas really like a fashion house for... No, that's not... That's not what I'm saying. I'm sorry, Moschino, yes, but like... That's not what... Let me finish what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, like, with, with, with Virgil doing what he did, and then if you know Pharrell's background and his vision it kind of just makes sense for them to because like i don't know what the fuck they're gonna do after for real but it's like at this point who else better would to be I, I just can't see it i feel like for real would be the the perfect person to pick for louis vuitton hey, i got i got the forbidden name that i'm not supposed to say Kanye? Who, yeah 
Oh yeah, I mean Kanye could definitely. I mean, obviously, but he's by default. Hey, we, I mean, y'all, y'all know when like when Virgil got that spot, Ye was mad as shit. You yeah, know, I remember right? that. And he was like going on Twitter talking about definitely. No, nah, you're right. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. So, yeah, because like, I mean, hey, for, I mean, because hey. low key without, I mean, without Kanye, he was say, the first rapper with the Louis Vuitton collab. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of yeah. a lot of people without Kanye, a lot of people would not know Virgil. A lot of people wouldn't know. A lot of people wouldn't know Don C. A lot of people wouldn't know Jasper. I'm trying to think who else was with that crew at the time, running with his crew. I guess we could technically say um, Fonsworth Bentley, but people knew Fonsworth Bentley through through Diddy. So, right. But yeah, yeah. yeah so no, nah, you got a good point on that. I ain't gonna lie, you got a good yeah, point. Yeah, he's in his own lane, bro. He's in, but we uh, he, we can't we, we like we know that his situation is. We ain't even gonna count him. That's why I'm like I didn't even bring him up. But yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. You totally right. Like he'd be the only other person that I could see yeah. really make that shit. But yeah. I feel like. Kanye be having too much going on to really make that put it off in my opinion. And I'm just speaking off ignorance. I feel like with the type of people like Virgil and Pharrell, like right. they've always like we've seen Pharrell do actually no, I don't want to take none away from Kanye. I don't even want to compare because like Kanye's definitely already done a lot of like from the Yeezys to the Louis Vuitton Dons to the fucking Red Octobers. I mean yeah. He puts his hands on a brand and he knows how to make that shit shake. But that's basically what I'm saying with Pharrell too, though. The cool thing with Pharrell though is that Pharrell's always kind of done it in his own way, and normally he didn't fucking really um do too many like partnerships. He did do a few, of course, with like Reebok or this and that. But like, yeah, yeah he has um, a collab with Adidas too. Yeah, but I'm saying though, before yeah, that, I about before that, that, that he had, but before that though, he had his own money in yeah. uh in uh BBC. You know what I'm saying? Which was he was funding that out of his out of his pocket. You know what I'm saying? And I only bring that up to to say, well, again, I don't want to compare because Kanye West is a similar person doing shit out of pocket too. But I just feel like again, this is a motherfucker that sees sees the shit in a certain way, and I feel like it makes sense for him to be behind this shit. You right though, Kanye will be the only other person. But I mean, Virgil Virgil put a dent in this shit, man. And like even with the off white shit, bro, like. It just these motherfuckers they 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 made statements, man. You know what I'm saying? They made statements. Hey, he made, hey Pyrex too. I saw Pyrex coming up, and I was like, Whoa. no, I know. And it's just like that's that's. I forgot about Pyrex, but that was like 2012, yeah. 20, the whole 20, way, 2011, right? 2013, 2011, and then, 2013. And then Kanye had, uh, pastel. You don't remember Pastel? I yeah. think I think I think you know what you kind of I feel like what we're talking about kind of reiterate what I'm trying to say to be even more. Cause another yeah. reason why I kind of exclude Kanye is because. Kanye West was never streetwear base, and I feel like you. I feel like I feel like. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Like Virgil, he, he Virgil is the point. Virgil is Virgil rebirth streetwear. I think we can all safely say that, right? Virgil re reinvented streetwear. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of true. Like I can agree with that because yeah. because streetwear always existed, but when Off White came, it like I would say he made shifted. I'd shit. say he helped make streetwear popular and like mainstream. Yeah, because bro, y'all, y'all remember Yeezy? I won't say he reinvented streetwear. Streetwear has always kind of been no, it has always been no, but like whenever Off White, that whole Pyrex Off White wave, like after that, that's what I'm saying. He helped propel like, it into the mainstream. No, that's what I'm saying. It's always been there, but he's kind of like because like there's certain small brands where it's like you soon as Virgil wears it, it's like damn. So if so, like I feel like Pharrell's kind of been the same way in the sense. Like I was as enjoying as, like, his brand until Virgil wore it. I feel like Pharrell's kind of been the same way as far as streetwear goes, more than um, more than uh, uh, Kanye, and I feel like that's what kind of like made 
uh, Louis Vuitton cool with Virgil's collab because Virgil did a lot of like high end runway shit too. But I think the shit that was really cool with him was the streetwear vibe that he did with Louis Vuitton, like the sneakers and shit. Yeah, he was. I feel like he okay. I feel like the best way to describe Virgil would be he made high end fashion more like accessible. Not really accessible, but no, he just made, made more street. More, made more people. More made more people. I don't say much street, but stays the same though. That price tag. Hmm? Yeah, the price tag definitely stays I mean, the same. Yeah, bro. I was just like, yeah, like, yeah. but it's just like he had more. He had people that wouldn't normally think of looking at high end fashion. Right. Look at high end right. fashion. But in a way, that kind of like I don't know, bro. People be saving up just to buy those. So like in a way, that's like right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how the, people don't understand though, like. But people always say to buy high end stuff. Uh, unfortunately, man, that whole that whole like high end fashion thing about like oh, uh, people spending money when they shouldn't. And it, that's just that's people just being irresponsible. But like, I'm not gonna True. sit here and be like, yo, that's way too expensive. Don't get me wrong, this shit that I can't afford. You feel me? But. I do believe that there is true quality and craftsmanship, and a lot of people don't understand, man. Yeah, generally speaking, you get what you a, pay for. A lot of this shit really is handcrafted, and people don't understand the magnitude of how much this shit really costs to make. So, and it's not really unrealistic. These people wouldn't make no money if they, like, you know, sourced all of these things and spent all this money to manufacture it, and then they're not able to actually, like, you know. And it's funny I'm having this conversation because we was talking about T Bob. You know how he thinks with his shit, but it, it is like that though with this fashion shit. Cause me being on a small scale, barely doing anything, bro. Like I'm not even doing high end uh, garments, and I'm not even fucking sourcing high end fabrics, and my shit's still stupid expensive. So I can about imagine what it's like for a motherfucker to do cut and sew. I'm not even cu- I'm not even designing the hoodie from scratch and 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 finding the source like the fabrics and shit. Like I said, and sewing and sewing everything. I'm buying blanks. Which is like, and it's still expensive. You know what I mean? So it's like people yeah. don't know this shit. This shit is is not cheap, you know. And yeah, when you're you gonna invest to make shit, bro. Exactly, my exactly. So with 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 Pharrell being somebody who, in the beginning, was putting all his money, he's putting all his money in the BBC, doing high end shit. You know what I'm saying? But he was doing streetwear. It was like high end streetwear, kind of similar to Bait. You know, Bait was like the first like high end streetwear that kind of like because they were they were streetwear brand, but all their shit was like high quality, uh, you know, fabrics and shit like that. So the shit that they were sourcing it from, it cost a lot more to get. Yes, elevated streetwear. You know what I'm saying? So basically, what I'm saying is with them having that type of shit going into Louis Vuitton, it's gonna be like I feel like it's gonna be a good vibe. And for real, style is completely different from Virgil too. So I don't think we're gonna get anything like what Virgil did. It's gonna be refreshing. I think it's gonna be refreshing, personally. Yes. I mean, I'm just curious to see what he comes up with. To be honest with you, like that's all I want to see. But yeah, I mean, moving along in the next list to I mean, it's next in the list of topics. We have um. What we have here? Oh yeah, DJ Drama reenacting the Juice situation. What on you know about Juice, Marty? You're a youngin. Instagram. Juice World, far, bro. No, I ain't no, say Juice, Juice World. World. I say Juice World. Juice, the movie Juice. Juice. Oh, Juice, I want to see bro. Damn. Yeah, we got to put you on. It's time to put you on a little something, oh, bro. Yeah, ain't gonna lie. You yeah, got, so you got to look up Juice, bro. It's an iconic movie from 1992, hey, starring Tupac tonight. and Omar Epps. 
I don't know Jeez. if it's on any streaming services for you to see. It used to though. be on Netflix, but Netflix on some bullshit. But yeah, you should definitely see the movie. It's a classic, sure. iconic movie. A lot of uh, <laughs> lot of fashion, a lot of nineties fashion, this early nineties fashion displayed in that movie. For you sure, to kind sure. of like, you know, soak up and maybe get some cool like references for you to like I don't know, throw some fits together moving forward, but Yeah. Yeah, like it I don't inspire know. me, bro. Fuck. I need it's that. A, it's a dope movie. Sure. Um but yeah, anyway, DJ Drama started doing these like little like uh, how, how long would you say each video segment was? Like maybe like two minutes. I mean they literally minutes. doing a full scene. Yeah, like Todd said like, each scene was like maybe like five minutes at the most. Um so he had these little like five minute He got a project coming out going apparently. on going out on Instagram. Yeah, he's definitely using it to tease a project. He's got rappers like he's got all not all the dip set obviously, but he's got a He had the whole cast of the yeah, uh, Jim, and, he had, and he had except Pac. Yeah, the whole cast of Juice in there except for Pac. Oh, well, at least the main oh. characters anyway. Let me not say the whole cast, but the main characters. It's the whole cast. That's pretty cool. The main characters. Um he also had a few members from Dipset in there. He had Jim Jones and Joel Santana. They had like little cameos. I'm trying to think of who else was was there anybody else? Oh, um, Queen Latifah was in there, but she was also in Juice. I actually didn't see Queen Latifah in the in the in the, in the uh, damn. How many did they make? Three. Yeah, three. I didn't see the third one. Yeah, the one where he had the, the he did the scene reenacted the scene where Q was waiting in line. That like I just saw the record play, shop in the living room. He played. He did the scene where Q was waiting in line, um, to go play his tape essentially to audition oh, yeah, for a Queen DJ Latifah. spot, All and right. that's where it had Queen Latifah. Makes sense. Then they had um. The scene from the record store where they were in there shopping for records for Q's gig. We're really stealing records for Q's gig. Right. And then they had this scene in whose mom's living room were they in again? It was the the fat one, right? Yeah, I can't remember his can't name. Can't remember his name either. But the fat character they were when they were at his crib and Q was fighting um, Bishop in the living room. They got a little they didn't get a fight. They was pushing had a little wrestling match, pushing match. <laughs> um, so, so they re- recreated that scene as well but yeah DJ Drama's definitely got some type of like project coming out that he's running this as promo for so that I'm exci- excited to see what that what that's about to be it's funny because it's paying homage to a, a classic that I actually really love that movie is one of my favorite movies and it's just cool. funny because like I don't really feel like he can act but it's just the fact that he actually took the time to memorize the lines word for word mm-hmm. and actually pay attention to how the scenes were. like they actually shot it kind of exactly how like they were studying you could tell that yeah, they, they seen wore, that movie they wore a lot of the same they, they wore, they wore it, very similar outfits and everything is too it, is he like just reenacting scenes like redoing them or like is he like making like a whole like second part redoing them but like also sometimes interpreting his own dialogue yeah he said he changes some of the he does change some of the shit interpreting but injecting his own dialogue into the scene yeah so it's cool if you get a chance to 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 go go through uh dj drama's instagram you'll see you'll see it on there it's pretty lit can we play that shit i don't got my phone uh youtube i mean i might be able to youtube you know youtube i'll for sure watch juice tonight though i'll watch xbox i can get to it actually all right but um, just... hey Tevin, let me ask you something, bro. What's up? Hey, what happened to that 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 beat that one that you showed me? You know, you know the one I'm talking about. Is it the joint? No, the the light the light flicker the lighter flick and then. It, it uh yeah, I'm st- I'm still sitting on that, bro. I don't even um, bro. I still got another I still got another verse that I got to work on on that, but. I'm getting. I'm going to the studio this Friday, bro. Hey, I'm saving up for the studio, but next month I'm trying to hit the studio to record. Um, 
Yeah, that track, dog. I ain't gonna hold hey, you. Wait, like, what did you say? You said next week? No, this Friday coming up. Uh, what time? Uh, eleven o'clock to three. Okay. Uh, I'm off that day. Shit, let me slide. For sure. I mean, you can. Shit, I'm. I you know, I'm gonna just be doing my thing, working. You know what I mean? What, yeah, in the studio? Just... Yeah. But yeah, wait, for those of y'all watching on YouTube right now, um, we're running the clip from DJ okay, Drama's page in the background. You can kind of see the whole thing. If I do the, if I do this, you'll be able to see the whole thing. But there's no audio. Nah, there wasn't gonna be any audio anywhere. But I mean, as we're talking you, about, you, you actually know, could do audio for that because there's no music playing in there. Nah, but I'm saying though, there's, there wasn't going to be any audio anywhere because you. it doesn't pull the audio from my phone. But yeah, anyway, Marty, um, I'm basically uh, that song. It's a summer song, but I ain't gonna hold you, dog. What? I got so much other heat. That like Dude, I'm putting nah 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 no like with this shit that I'm about to put out though, like it's like I got yeah I feel you, I gotta put that out with bro. Yeah, like you know when I say it's he is he that one specific. I know Aaron know that Aaron know. So you're not putting that out. I am gonna put it out, but bro, the fucking joint. Yeah, is it? I don't remember this. I shouldn't even be talking right now. I don't want to get motherfucking sued. You not sent, bro. We gonna bleep what this shit out. No, we bleeping that shit out for real. We bleeping that oh, shit out. What? Whatever. No, Anyways. we do. No, no. But no, nah, real shit. No, I'm not tripping now because this shit is real out here. Um, the joint that I we just played, play no the joint audio. that I just played on the motherfucking uh, right. the joint that I just played on the um last episode. So I'm like, why you why you being so scared, bro? Ain't the end of the game. You played no type of audio. Yes, I did. It was on the last episode. Hey. Even if even if you played it, you've already pitched it and like made it your own way. It's not gonna get copyrighted unless you kept it at the same frequency and the same. Hey, level. look, man, look, look, look. Yeah, I saying all that, but we talking the states here. Anyway, that's all another conversation. Hey, um, but like, hey, if you're not using that, shit, lob that shit to me, bro. No, nah, I'm using it, bro. I got the song done. All right, let me hop on. I just need to. I just need to do the second verse. Like, I have to record the second verse. Cause, bro, I'm gonna be real with you guys, bro. I want to, like, you know, sing on a couple of things, but, like, you'll, you'll hear it, obviously, when I drop in July, but, shit, if you got, if, hey, Tev, if you need me to hop on something, bro, like, I'll make something happen. Man, like, I need to hear you sing. You was playing. I told so, you, bro, I got a track, I got playing. a track that needs a singer, bro, but it's like, I I'm need, I need to get this shit done, like, ASAP. So I on my life. I have a song I need a singer for, but I really need, people are, like, I haven't found nobody yet, bro. I might just thug it out and, and get on this shit myself, but um, the point to everything I'm saying... You talking, you talking to him right now. Pull up on Friday. Bet. Like, throw me in the booth, bro. Shit. Pull up on Friday and we'll see what's up. No, see, you lying. Like, tell me How am I lying? <laughs> Where? Where am I lying? I'm going to be at the studio. Where? I ain't got to... Um, I'm going to be at the studio. I paid already. Wait, is it, um, bird money? <laughs> it's bird money, right? Yeah. Shout out to Jason. Facts. But um, shit, my shit's in the works. Your shit's in the works. What you up to, uh, Aaron? Well, on Friday. Yeah, what you doing that day? I got anything going on right now. Um, wait, when is the hold up? Let me not lie. Then grab some grub and brainstorm some shit, bro. Let me not lie to you, real quick. Let me see the date. You should pull up too. I don't technically got anything to do until Saturday. 
Yo, why you can't I, I hear my breathing so bad? And I've never heard my breathing in the mic before, and all of a sudden I hear my breathing. Breathing in the mic. But bro, I'm not trying to. I can hear the shit myself. It's probably because this is where you positioned by the mic. Hop on the treadmill, bro. Try us up. I'm playing, I'm playing. Uh, nah, but uh, and you got any DJ DJ sets coming up here? Um, not but I need to circle back with this woman about it's this been four, a minute. Y'all ain't about, been spending a minute about this 420. Um, oh, 420, 420 situation. Now, nah, the bar that I have, I had residency, I kind of ain't open no more, so I'm hey, like, I could get you a cool spot. Tough luck. It's all right, on, I'll check it out. Where is it? Where is it at? It's on Deacom uh, in North Portland. It's near MLK. Um, I work right next to that bar, actually. I work at Potland. It's I'll a dispensary. Rock. Get them in I'll there. Rock, I'll rock with it. For sure. They're, they're, they're dope as shit, bro. But, I'll definitely rock with it. But that, that crowd is like a little more like bougie, like white people in a way. Because like, it's That's like cool. I'll just play mainstream R&B stuff. Nah, cool. fuck them. Fuck them up. Play some shit. You got to break Cause, it. Because sun, Sundays is popping. Um, Today was popping. I, tomorrow's going to be popping. Like, it's a cool bar, bro. Okay, y'all. Down. I'm definitely gonna check it out. For sure. Definitely. But yeah, hold on. What was the next? Let me see what the next topic on this list of topics is, real quick. Um. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could talk about this, but there's no way to really like play any music for it. But um, we got this whole uh, I don't know, this whole topic of discussion. Tell them. I don't know how familiar you are with this producer, Cardo Marty, but Cardo you know, got wings. Yeah. Cardo. Okay. Bro, I don't know how far back you go with him anyway. Bro, That's the better. I, I go back to Wiz Khalifa days. Okay, so like mesmerized, mesmerized Wiz yeah, Khalifa. Okay, I just say that, yeah. okay, so yeah, I guess I'll let, I'll let you talk intro to intro of this topic because like you, you, you know, you've been you've been talking about this for a minute. I mean, basically, bro, I was just you know just in my music head and heard Cardo recently and was like, damn. And actually, you know, a customer came in. And whenever he agreed with me, it made me realize, yo, we should talk about it. Because, like, I don't know what happened, but he, cause he's a producer. And somehow we got on a conversation with Cardo. And I was like, man, I miss old Cowbell Cardo. And he, like, knew exactly what I was saying. And he was like, yo, exactly. Like, the Cowbell Cardo was, that was it. You know something, bro? It's, it's just, like, low-key working in the music industry, bro. Sometimes you go mainstream a little bit, you know? Yeah, but he ain't even mainstream. No, he Still, just changed. Bro, he just like, changed. He just changed up his sound. Yeah, he changed up his sound, and I ain't even mad. No, I wouldn't at even it. say he really, really changed up his sound. He just like doesn't use the cowbell as much. Exactly, but that's his signature sound. But what I'm that's saying a, is, he still no. I wouldn't even say that's his signature sound for for his sound is like I mean, it just the cowbell you hear is part Cardo of the beat, and you know it's a Cardo beat. And the, the cowbell, the cowbell is not necessarily always the giveaway. That man, like he has a, his, his beat just has like a very sim, like very very specific style and sound like so it's like hey, you just you just know project, slept on project of his is with Pierre yeah we were talking, we were about, just we were talking about, about that, that earlier too I forgot that, about that project bro, but that yeah that project is hard like, we were talking about that capital H hard what's it bro? called again um Pierre and Cardo's Wild, Wild Adventure, Adventure. Yes. so how do, how do you how do you feel about Cardo Cabo Cardo versus 2023 Cardo since, because I mean, you clearly heard recent shit too of him. Mm. I mean, the, the uh, like the authentic him sound, like like you said, like that cowbell, it's missed for real. Like we we do like strive for that shit, but like we, he has to evolve somehow, some way, right? Right. That's what I was saying. That's the, and that you was wasn't mad at point. the shit he did with Pierre because it's you know it did, and it didn't have no cowbell really in it. So which one? Which one? The collab he did. Oh no no no! See, I like that because no, I'm saying like, you liked it, but I'm saying he didn't have no cowbell in it. So I was like, he, yeah, he clearly did. He clearly did you, it. When you Wait. listen to some of the beats, though, you can still very clearly tell they're him. 
Somewhat. I Somewhat. I, I kind of. Because I, I, me personally, I I feel like those that production, I feel like because he did it with Pierre, it's naturally more bubbly and colorful than norm, than most of his beats. Yeah, yeah definitely. Of course. Of course. Um, shit. Pierre, Pierre's Pierre. And like when Cardo was working with Pierre, I feel like it was just like Cardo enhancing Pierre's sound in a way, but like not totally just like focusing on Pierre's sound because when we hear Pierre, we know it's Pierre. You feel me? But shit, I I don't like you said that cowbell and like just his old sound wasn't consistent in there. And I haven't really. Did he have a project with Larry June recently too? Oh, um, was you talking about <clears throat> cruise, cruise U.S. Cruise Life or Cruise Life yeah, cruise USA or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Yeah. See that that kind of brought back like his like older sound. And I can, yeah, because Larry June is that slower vibe. He's like a slower, not really a weed yeah. rapper, but kind of like a weed rapper. Yeah, like because, to be well, honest with you, he's I, like kind of like I, a smoke dizza. Like he yeah. falls in that vein, the smoke dizzas, the I Dom caught, Kennedys. Bro, I caught Larry June touring with Post Malone in like 2015 or some shit, Dang. and he was Larry June was fucking like doing some trap shit. Yeah, his old stuff that sounds doesn't really. I mean, it still sounds yeah. kind of like he's on some smooth player shit every now and then. But I mean, like, for the most part, his new yeah. stuff is like so for real, for real, some smooth player shit. Just fucking evolve like that, but like, see, it just comes to say, like, bro, you evolve with the shit. So like, Cardo, he's doing his thing. I'm not hating on nothing. Me neither. But, right. No, I like I actually like his new stuff. Right. Yeah. So. Because to me, it still sounds like him. It just doesn't have the cowbell in it. Right. 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 I just thought that was funny because it's like he did kind of de- like to me he defined a, a sound with that shit like he did it kind of yeah, like when I leave when I hear like certain when I hear Cardo's uh, Cabrillo Cardo it's nostalgia for me it reminds me of high school and, it reminds me of high school and college yeah like me anyway that sound was just a certain era you know what I'm saying like you bought it with that whiz like that mesmerized like that's fucking bro, see saying that I, I miss old school whiz bro. I really do like the new school. Like it's just so like just some like you don't listen to again type shit, you know. But that old school shit you bump always. Fight school, that was like on repeat for me. Dude, I will tell you who. Um, back. I I am keeping my ear on some other producers though. Um, since ATL, I really been fucking with a lot. I don't know if oh, you painted. Yeah, he been really going in. I know. Um. And then there's another motherfucker I was just about to mention, and I just went blank, bro. A producer? Yes. Who? What were we just talking about? Cool. I'm excited to see what Wonder Girls do. Yeah, how you know? Say, how you, how you gotta, know? It's got to be cool. How you know? Every time, this every, time, be every time a coupe beat comes on, I'm like, man, I love this beat. I love, hey, this, beat. I love this tag. Hey, no, yeah, he right. He up. It's cool. Because what I was going to say was, okay. with, it, I feel like, and it's just me just potting, but like, Pierre, low-key to me, is, is that when it comes to like this producing shit. And the reason why I say it is because I'm I'm going back to Pierre because in my eyes, I didn't discover Nudie until I heard him with Pierre. Like I didn't, that was my introduction to Nudie. So that sound, when I heard Nudie sound. Correction. I, you didn't know Nudie until you, till I, till I told you. The, I told you <laughs> the point, the point, the point that what I'm saying is though, is when I, when I heard Nudie though, and I heard his sound, I'm like, yo, who is this dude rapping like this on these crazy, like these beats? I just wouldn't expect somebody like that to rap yeah, on something like that. Beat, there was this beat, I think the first beat I ever played for you by him was uh, Hell Shell. 
And you were like, yo, this, you were like, yo, this, you were like, yo, this be crazy. I was like, <laughs> I know. I was like, right, like, cause we, listen, we used to listen to music in the car. Like, more yeah. context, we used to go to the park over by our crib and, like, smoke and chill yeah. and stuff like that. So, like, we would always listen to music on the way to the park and right. after the park. Sometimes get some food, listen to music, go back to the park, smoke again. But anyway, I was playing this beat in the car after, like, one of our little smoke sessions in the park. And he was like, yo, he was like, this beat is crazy. He was like, it sounds different on different parts of the car. Like, you can hear the, you can hear the left and the rights. Like, the bass line is laid out literally so it alternates at certain points from the left to the that's right. That, that's the LFO, bro. I was like, yo, like, yeah, this beat this beat's hitting. And it's like, yeah. I, I, and I noticed it the first, the first time I noticed it, um, I was listening to it in headphones. I took one of my headphones out mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Line. So this song sounds completely different in the left headphone than it does in the right headphone. But the point to all that is what I was saying was um, when when Pierre worked with him, I feel like I don't know, and you know I, I don't know Young Nudie honestly as a person as an ear, but I feel like it, to me I'm gonna just I'm gonna just assume that he naturally got an ear and has has an ear for shit. Either that or somebody's in his circle telling him to pick beats because. If he if the if it's not that bro got an ear for selecting fire beats because like him going if you pay attention and I can just use him as an example I'm kind of jumping all over the place but when Pierre works with an artist the artist when when the artist moves on they tend to find another producer that gives them the same vibe that Pierre gives them the cool thing about it is though when the when they find a new producer. It's never a producer that does it in a corny way. It don't be like on some shit where it's like, man, he trying to he trying to sound like Pierre. It works. Because whenever he switched to Coop, you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, shit. Like, Coop low-key gets it. Coop is his own, it's his own style. But it still has that weird, colorful vibe that you love from Nudie and Pierre. And it's the same thing that I got with Jelly. Because, like... Um, Jelly did some shit with Pierre but then I heard a tape where he did some shit with another producer that pretty much kind of like did a similar style to Pierre but it was their own shit but it sounded different but too. it all came from Pierre at the end of the day Pierre carved Chavo that lane too. Chavo too who? Chavo. Chavo oh yeah 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 you know Chavo. Of course, yeah. 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 Um, My ex bitch. So, so what I'm saying is like those type of producers, <laughs> man. Crazy. They kind of carved a new lane for me, having an ear for 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 new trap producers. So Coop is one of those producers that I have been really fucking with because he kind of took that new place of Pierre. Like you hear more of his like the past few projects, he's been going hard with Coop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then since since ATL, like I said, 10K Duncan. Um, Tommy, uh, I mean Tony Snow. You put me on Tony, Tony Snow. Snow. He Tony put me Snow. on Tony like Snow, Tony bro. Snow. Tony Snow is fucking. Yo, I like Tony Snow. That's that's how I kind of really got more acquainted Tony with Snow. um with with my fucking uh since ATL because uh I kept hearing that tag. Don't play with him, and I was like, that shit hard. <laughs> don't play, yeah. yeah and then yeah, I just yeah. started doing my research. So yeah, now I just I follow him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Tony Snow is fucking just the underground. I feel like and 10k Duncan, he's fire. Yeah, you put me on both of them. Yeah. Uh, who else is like Levi Carter? In my opinion, like he's yeah. You, I'm gonna check him out. I'm gonna be real with you though, and this is no disrespect to what I'm about to say, cause I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for some of the shit. There's a certain I, I know. This is just how I am. I'm gonna put these artists in a group because it's just 
to me they all sound the same and there's no disrespect but i'm not a fan of the sound i'm not a fan of the the uh uh destroy lonelies and the fucking what's uh ken carson like i don't like the and it's not it's not the artist i don't like the production i don't like those beats like i don't like those style of beats they're very like video gamey and i just don't fuck with them like that's just not my vibe so if there's any artist on that vibe you said Ken, Luke, sound, Ken Carson? Yeah, you fuck with Ken Carson? You played, I feel like you played me some stuff. Man. I ain't played no Ken Carson. Hey, Ken Carson Yale goes fucking hard, though. I know that name, though. What about uh, that, 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 uh, what's that boy name, that new dude? I heard a lot of people talking about him, but I ain't really got into him. Uh, the Fago dude. Oh, so Fago? Yeah, I, I can't really get it. I saw him on Instagram some, fucking years, with it. some I, years back, and I was just like, I, see, he looks like, sounds like a fake on. Playboy Cardi. Time out. Um, his older shit is fire in in a way, but his newer stuff is just like very music industry. You know, I don't really fuck with the new shit, but the old shit, it's fire. He sound like a fake fake Playboy Cardi to me. Yeah, in a way, in a way. Like a fake, like twenty. This is when I start sounding like an old motherfucker because I don't be knowing um, about A fake dialect Playboy Cardi. Yeah, see, I'm not going to fuck with that. I feel like they're going to be more. If, once you start mocking Playboy Cardi sound, you naturally, to me, going to be whack. Because there's only going to be one Playboy hey, Cardi. Hey, time out. Who, who's that one dude? I won't say he's whack because I've never listened to his music, but I'm to not me, saying he's whack. first saying, impressions, you know. he just sounds like and seems like somebody who's trying to like <clears throat> do the whole Playboy Cardi thing. Hey, one one guy who straight up steals Cardi's flow is Cochise. Or Co- you know him? I don't listen to him, but I know I know who he is. Who? Yeah, he, I feel like he, he just like straight up took Cardi's flow. You said cold cheese, Cochise. Co- cheese, cheese, mm-hmm. cold cheese. Yeah, I don't. I, I've never heard his songs, but I've just seen him. You know, it's like I said, people are. He's part of the new wave, new generation. Yeah. I will say though, man, the only new artist that I shun, and even with his shit, I don't like all his production, but it's growing on me. And that's Yeet. Because his production is still in that same category as all those bro, dudes I, I, I mentioned. Ye, that, like, the first week I worked at Natural Remedies, bro. But, you yeah, know, no, you put, you, put, you put me on. You put me on. You put me on. You put me on. Hey, he was like, hey, what the fuck is this? I was like, it's not new school shit, bro. He wasn't rocking with it? <laughs> I, 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 he didn't rock with two songs until, like, it ran, it, like, played into the next one. He was like, whoa. Yeah, he put me like, on that. He put me on that one joint. It was the, uh, uh. Sound like, sound like my r- experience. Walk around and mention, let my nuts hang. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was the song that put me on. I was like, all right, this shit go. That beat was hard. And then I had that one song, and then I just now oh. started. Now I finally got, like, his albums. Like, I just like, all right. You, you, you know one, um, Ty, Fo- uh, Ty Fontaine? You know him? I got, like, one song from him I fuck with. I do right. got one song from, from him I fuck it's, with. It's that one. It's um, the one you put me on, too, where I think they sampled uh, Whitney Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that shit, that shit. That one is, yeah. Have I heard it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I feel like you might. Like you that have one. heard that song. Yeah, I think Aaron, I played it. Like Yo, we low key could play that on the motherfucking jam session. That shit low key kind of went though. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, Aaron, you. I feel like you would like that one. <clears throat> I find Typhoon Ten has a couple of songs I actually fuck with. Yeah. He, I, I, I check don't know. Out. No. Yeah, I don't know where it's from. What we got next on the topic list? Uh, the next on the topic list is another topic that you brought to the table: the Bow Wow situation. Oh yeah. Um. Basically, bro, it's all on Twitter, but Bow I just saying weird shit. I don't like to jump in people's business, so I'm literally going to go off his Twitter. It's the best thing to do because it's uh, there. I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> you, you saw what happened? No. Basically, bro said that uh, he was never signed to So So Death and claims that... Which is kind of laughable. And claims that Jermaine Dupri was trying to uh, hold his publishing. 
I'm, I, I that might be true. I don't know about all that, but I will he say he was definitely signed to So So Deaf. When I looked up the credits, that bitch said So So Deaf in Colombia. Now, So So Deaf was a label created through Jermaine Dupri. I'm pretty sure they had to get you know distribution through a major label or some some some. I don't know, but the point is, I don't know their contracts. But when I read the credits, it definitely said So So Deaf in Colombia, and it's just weird because. You say what you want. Bow Wow, he held it down for us. He was he was that one. He had a lot of shit that he, you know, he's he's one of them ones. So we can't yeah. take that away from him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. he be doing a lot of goofball shit. And even if there is something going on between him and Jermaine Dupree, sometimes you gotta put some respect on motherfuckers' name, bro. Like you can have a grievance, but why tweet that shit and uh, and and ruin a a. a a legacy. Now, it's one thing. I'm gonna say a legacy, just a relationship more so. No, than no, like, no. I'm gonna say legacy in the eyes of the people because it's one thing if Jermaine Dupree did some fuck shit for real, for real, and he's just like, yo, like, I'm not rocking with that. But if it's on some just him, just on some temper tantrum type shit, just tripping on some temper tantrum shit type tripping shit. But I mean, we but, also but, don't know. But, I'm just saying, on, though, he, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to interrupt you or nothing. But it's just like, I mean, he's come out and said stuff against like Jermaine Dupree in the past like when they when he's had like these little like temper tantrum situations pop up so it couldn't be also be another one of those situations but the reason why I was gonna say I feel like it it unfolds the legacy into what we see because it's like so so deaf is the Brad Jermaine Dupree you know what is errors there's errors there's errors so I don't wanna there's there's errors of so so deaf but there's a there was a certain era where so so deaf was bow wow and the brat, and that was a great fucking era. Not to mention they were in songs, they were on songs that were in movies, movies that we grew up to enjoy and love. So there's a lot that's with what they've done with So So Deaf. So when you say that So So Deaf, you would never sign to them. It's weird because it's like, yo, this was a these motherfuckers held you down. And to what what we know, So So Deaf is you. You So So Deaf. You know right. what I'm saying? You are like synonymous with. So so deaf. But like he even said in the song, but the dough from the so so don't come slow. I remember that like it was yesterday. So I'm just saying, make it make sense. Is it entertainment or what? You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. And maybe he didn't write that. He, he might have not even wrote that shit. So you funny, bro. I'm hey, I'm just being real though. But nah, man. Like I mean, I don't know. The only thing I've ever done. Didn't he have a so so deaf chain? I mean, that's besides the point. He was just he being so he be around Jermaine Dupree. He, he's so so deaf, bro. Yeah, he is so so hey, deaf. Dupree is a legend, though, bro. He used to call Jermaine Dupree his like rap dad. Like he is so so deaf, whether he want to be so so deaf or not. And it's so funny because look, the face he making right now. Every time Jermaine, I just feel like he just he's so used to it, bro. I feel like he just used to yeah, it. Yeah, bro. This point. He's, been, he's been with this. He's been with him literally since he was like what twelve. <laughs> He's been with Jermaine Dupree since he's like 12, right? Something like that. 12 or 11, something like that? Yeah, like... Jermaine Dupree done seen it all. That's funny. <laughs> Especially as it relates to him, like... Damn. He was Man, probably there when he got his first kiss. I do love how they are... Probably was there for his first groupie experience. I do love how they like our family, though. Like, you know, of course, like, I'm going off what we see. But... And I'm not even talking about Bow Wow, but with the brat and, like, so so Def. Like, these are people that... He, he as a producer, man... This is what you want as a producer. And this is another thing, cool, just talking on some producer shit, Marty. Like, 
this is a man who built a great relationship with artists to a point to where that family they've created they made millions together created you know yeah. legendary music but like to see how like the brat respects him so much and they like family like they really like you know ride or die and then whenever bow i'll be acting up she get on him like you know you tripping type shit like that's family type shit but oh, even more though like he built like a legacy with artists and as a producer that's what you want like it's hard as a producer to actually build a relationship with an artist for many different reasons. It's hard to get a motherfucker on the same page. It's hard to get a motherfucker to not be in his ego. It's just a lot of fucking variables that come with like building. So me just knowing that from this from from that angle, from Jermaine's perspective too cuz I can see things from from multiple angles. To me it's a big deal. It's like damn like I don't just look at it like you you can say whatever the fuck you want. Like Bow Wow can say whatever he want. But some of his success would not be here if it wasn't for Jermaine Dupree, regardless. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So he needs to, like, low-key, like, chill out. He's also synonymous with Jermaine Dupree. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just like, bro, like, your sound alone, like, is Jermaine Dupree. <clears throat> so it's like, you can't even, you really, even if a motherfucker didn't sign you, you got to watch how you talk. Like, we wouldn't even be bopping a half your, because, and I'm not trying to throw slight, because he still had to rap this shit. But I don't, did he write all his songs? Nah, not all of it, but he wrote a decent amount of his songs. So I'm not trying to like, but I'm just saying like, at the end of the day, you you bought something to the table because you're an artist, but he bought something to the table too as a producer, and he helped bring you out. That's what a producer's supposed to do. Producer's supposed to bring the the bring amplify the artist. Am I right? Or am I right? Yeah. yeah. So that's I, crazy. She I, aged pretty well, the brat. Uh huh. I feel like she did. She just had a baby recently. Really? Did you know that? Yeah. Like she's well, she's pregnant right now. Huh. Or I don't know if they had the baby already, but she's yet. Yeah, she's about to give birth. Anyway, not yeah. to interrupt. I just have she's on the, she's on the screen for those listening. So, um, yeah, man. So I don't know. I'm not to get on the tangent, but it's just crazy because it's like, damn, we always see him every now and then say some shit, and it's like, yo, you wildin', dog. Like, so so death held us down, bro, and you fucking now trying to be like, oh, he ain't. That's like, I don't know. I'm trying to get think of an example, but it's crazy because most most rap empires always fail. I mean, I wouldn't say so. So that failed though. Like they didn't, but most do. They're probably yeah. one of the last ones still hanging. Yeah, but it's not really. I guess it's not really relevant to the conversation we're having, though. Like I mean, because they ain't failed. True. But yeah, I guess that's the whole Bow Wow situation in a nutshell. Needs a little bit of additional information on homie. But yeah, um, moving along. We just recently watched. John Wick 4. Spoiler alert if you ain't seen it, bro. On these John Wick movies. You might not want to fucking stay in the rest of the conversation then because he about to talk the shit. I have it, but hey, go ahead. I'm not even going to watch it until like it fucking comes out later. So. All right, bet. Because we about to talk that shit. Short, Shorty like mine. Hit us. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, no, um. I guess we're gonna get into. I, I want to hear your take first. Well, on the on the fourth one. Yeah, and then what? And then I'll tell you my take. I mean, if I'm gonna keep it all the way hot, I like the fourth one. It was long as hell though. Three hours. It was three hours. Three. Yes. Yes. Oh. Hell. Longest action movie I've ever seen. I ain't gonna hold you. I might not even watch it, bro. What the fuck. Three hours. It's good though. 
I mean, it kind of ties everything. I've seen recently. Is I actually want to go back and watch the first one now. I ain't gonna hold you. I rewatched all of them recently before I saw the fourth one, so I re- everything is fresh. Because it makes you remember the fact that the first one he was not a, he was back to his regular. He was not on that shit. Yeah, no, he had to go back to that life. So it was like he's been fighting to just get back. I honestly kind of forgot. And about think that. about all the stuff he had to go through initially to even he's just a be able man, to. Right? Yeah, he well, was he a, retired. He was a, yeah, he's a, he was a retired hitman for the Russian mob. So, long story short, they called him Baba Yaga. But I did some more research and like just as of recently, just after watching all four of these movies, and the Baba Yaga is like a, a a witch in like Slavic folklore. But anyway, as it relates to this, Baba Yaga is supposed to be like the boogeyman, right? So, okay. if you talk to any people that were in the Russian mob that had worked with him, like any of the, the higher ranking people that really, really knew him and used to put and used to like implore him and like send yeah. him out to do hits, they would describe him as not the boogeyman, but the person you send to kill the boogeyman. Oh, yeah. So he's like he's like that. That's long deep. story short. Mm-hmm. So all of this stuff happened. So <laughs> even more context, he retires from this old hitman lifestyle that he's been a part of for his whole life basically it's like more context he was an orphan so in order to even join the, the like the underworld he was a part of they like essentially pulled orphans people that didn't have family members yeah. or that didn't know didn't know who their family They're was really taking advantage of basically but anyway his wife dies and well, his wife gets sick and dies and in order for her, him to like kind of like not be lonely and stuff she gets him a dog before he dies before she dies right haven't you seen this already? Me? Yeah. He's okay. seen this okay, already. Okay, I mean, we're giving our listeners some context. All right, I'm like, what are we so, the fourth, but, like, his dog is... No, wait, go ahead. Bro, yeah, bro. so in more context, he's at the gas station chilling. But hold on, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I like to cut you off. What? No, I hate to sound weird, but we shouldn't be doing this. Because... Yes, we're spoiling it, bro. We talking about the fourth. We about to talk about the fourth. I know, movie. but the viewers may not even seen the other ones. You spoiling it I'm all? Not spo- I'm not spoiling. I'm giving the backstory. The, the I'm giving, the, I'm giving the backstory for the movie. I didn't. I haven't told them shit about what happened in the movie past the backstory. But you're basically telling them the reason what you, you're telling them. I'm the just setting. Movie. I'm setting up the whole right, scenario. Spoiler alert, y'all. I'm not spoiling the movie. Spoiler hey, alert. That was a good description of it. Keep going, bro. Thank <laughs> you. I was not spoiling the movie. But anyway, long story <laughs> oh, short. Shit. Dude pulls up on bro at the gas at a car at the, at the gas station while he's getting gas for his like old school that he bought. You gonna tell the whole damn movie? No, I'm not. I'm, just, I'm setting up the, the 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 backstory so people know what we about to talk about or what, why the situation occurred for what we about to talk about or how we even got to where we got to. Anyway, in the first story, first movie, chapter one, dude at the gas station approaches him about the car, says he wants to buy the car. Bro's like, nah, I'm not selling you my car. He's pretty firm on him not wanting to sell the car because, like, it's a 1969 Mustang. So it's like, if I sell you this car, I'm not just going to be able to just get another one of these cars. Right? right. So he's pretty firm on that. And dude just keeps pressing him about the car. And he's like, bro, leave me alone about my car. Like, I'm not selling you my car. Like, so he goes home. Anyway, just chilling at the house. Some hours have passed by. But dude is, like, related to, like, some of the people in the Russian mob. But he doesn't know John Wick because John Wick has been so far removed from this lifestyle, right? So he calls his little homies to go basically break into his house and steal his car because he's been, like, following him and watching him the whole time since he left the gas station. And in the process of trying to steal his car, home dude kills his dog. And that's what starts all of this shit. Yeah. So it's like, had homie just broke into his house and just tried to, like, take his car... 
it wouldn't have been that bad. He would just went back to the home, back to the people, and just been like, "Yo, give me my car back." But the fact that they killed the dog. If a motherfucker started all of this, so no, I'm not spoiling the movie. You still didn't actually tell me what you think about the fourth movie. You know, that's what I'm about to get. I'm like just saying, based off everything that I've seen, based off everything that I've seen in one through three, I think it makes sense. And a lot of people, I feel like, probably think that after the fourth movie, it's probably just gonna be done. But I kind of think otherwise. I think there's there's still room for for there to be like a fifth and a sixth John Wick. Okay, time out. Can I ask you y'all a question? And if it's not called John Wick, it's gonna be called something else, and he's just gonna be in the movie. Do you think it might get played out like Faust the Faust series? Hell no. Uh, I mean, okay, this is how Nobody I feel. Nobody shit. Nobody shit. This is how I feel. Nobody this is how I feel. And I'm looking just potting. Me knowing Keanu Reeves, I feel like he's a very selective, tasteful uh, actor. It's already been said from the, uh, I think, director or one of the, the director or writer of the movie. I don't want to, don't quote me. I think it's director, the writer. Uh, they already said that Keanu might be, might be um, back for the next one. So they're already planning another one, but they're saying that he might be, meaning like he's considering. So I say all that to say that he is very, he's probably very aware of like, you know, I feel like he's aware of the shit that he does and he, and he likes taste. And I feel like he's not going to want to let that run to the ground. I feel like no. he's going to join. I feel like he's only going to play the role if it makes sense to something that adds on to his legacy and the roles he do, if that makes sense. So I feel like with that being said, I don't think they're going to run it to the ground because I don't think he'll let it. I feel like this shit's going to close in a very tasteful way. I do feel like when it comes to action movies, there's, about, there's only but so much you can do. It's just fighting, fighting, fighting. Like my dad loves action action movies, but he said to himself, he's like, man, I'm, a, I'm not going to go to the movies for this one. I'm sit this one out because he was like, that's three hours. It's a lot going on. And it's three hours of fighting like the whole time. And it's like, yeah, it is. It is three, five, three hours of fighting the whole time. But in the past 15 years, we have not gotten good action movies. The choreograph be very fucking cheesy. And that's actually what makes John Wick uh, a very great action movie because the choreograph, the people who are behind it, like they know what they're doing. Like it's the fighting scenes is on point. Like if you're gonna watch an action movie, this would be the one you want to watch. In my opinion, it's like one of the. Uh, we already got seventy-seven kills. And we almost like five it, minutes into the video. It's one of the most. Um, it's it's one of the most recent action films that I or franchises that I actually fuck with heavy. Um, and I'm already invested in it at this point. Going to the movies and seeing them, so now I'm like, uh. I'm like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got to watch it even if I don't necessarily like it. So I might be a little biased. But at the same time, you know, me personally, like I said, I ain't seen no good action movies. And the way they do it, this shit is on point. Like, he be fucking motherfuckers up. The only thing that I got to say, because I actually not, cannot talk about how I feel about the, the fourth one. I like everything about it, except I wish they would be a little more realistic. A little more realistic, cause he mean? broke his back like three or four times. They shot him off a building on the one before this one. He fell off a building. Technically, you're supposed to be dead. He survived mm, it. We spared it. No, bro. He fell off a building oh, on onto on on the ground or like on a roof and hit the ground. On the third one, didn't he hit the dumpster? He fell in the dumpster, right? N- no, they shot him. I thought he fell in the dumpster, and then the homeless person picked him, like carted him away. Either way it goes, he fell off a building. They shot him, and this one. They and he, when he was in that little club, they threw him off the thing. He he fell on like a little fucking thing and fell on the ground. He broke his back. Hey. Then he also jumped out the window. That same the same movie, 
and laying it on the card. The point I'm saying is he's John Wick. I get it. I'm with you. Like you, you, you one of the ones. But it's like my dog. Like you know what I'm saying? How are you? And and this motherfucker going cross country every in every other scene in like two seconds. Like you can't end up in Paris and then in the, he was in the desert. Realistically, if you was to really make this storyline a realistic life story, it would be over a span of months to a year if you think about it realistically. Because this man was in the desert in the very beginning. Not you, necessarily. Think about it. He's a part of a criminal underworld that he has access to Indian, like, damn near everything, wherever country he goes to. He can just go to a, a front desk at a hotel and drop a gold coin off and they'll know exactly what it means. True, true, true. If you're like, speaking from that from that world, yes. Yeah, I'm like, just bro, he off. works for, like, the criminal underworld, bro. They, they, they need somebody dead across the across the world, bro. They send in him. Oh, that is true. I forgot about that. That was the whole point. If you want a motherfucker dead real quick, you're going to get him to a cross country. Yeah, I'm thinking of it too realistic. Yeah, yeah, like you're right, you're in, the right, con- right. in the context of the movie, it all makes sense that all this could happen within like maybe a week. You know, it's crazy though. Does this? Do you think this shit exists in the world? Because it I don't is, know. I mean, it it's is not pretty fetched. It is pretty interesting how like the um the origins of the the roots of the assassins in this movie have like an actual historical root to it. Like if you pay attention to the movie, like they have all this shit they be doing with like these rituals and like. Uh, shit that they, you know what I'm saying, where they had to get the fucking, um, take blood oaths, and just all this just crazy shit, you know what I'm saying, and it's like, but a lot of it came down to like some ancient shit, it all was coming down from like, uh, shit that was passed down. That makes sense. So it's just interesting where they're getting the story from, because I feel like it's gotta be based off some type of like, truth maybe. Assassin's Creed, bro. Mm. I mean, because assassins are a real thing, obviously. We watch a lot of movies, but that word and term is a real thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's real. You know, there's real assassins. What does that look like in the real world? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because... I mean, they got to find some way to get that... Like, for example, even though these people, like... For, I just think of, like, these, like, for example, tied to back to the Russian mob. Like, I'd say that I know anything about that, but, like, like, let's just think about the Russian arms dealers and stuff like that. Like, where are y'all getting these weapons from? Who is okaying y'all to even get the weapons? And then once you have these weapons, how are you distributing them through across the world? Like, there's obviously a network of criminals. There's also obviously an underworld of criminals that like are working together. The same way people work together across like countries to do like tr- world trade and stuff like that. Bro, we could think of it on like a smaller scale, just the, the weed game, bro. Like the black market exists. Yeah, you you gotta have the connects to do shit. So, shit, I could send someone. A pack to Florida or some shit. You don't know. You just gotta be on the down low. Basically. Yeah, we talking about assassinating motherfuckers. That's. But I mean, it's all relative though. Yeah. Because yeah. even think about it, like, because when they're talking about the El Chapo situation and how like he had, they said he had all these tunnels and stuff. True. There's so many tunnels that we don't even know about that we have never even found. True. They said he had, bro. They said when they broke him out of prison, they had like. Train like mini train tracks on the ground and like dirt bikes riding on these train tracks. Like, you right? <laughs> Who's to say that this that is that this is far fetched? I know I'm on some like far left stuff right now, but I don't know. It could exist. But yeah, man. Um, shouts out to the to the John Wick series, man. Um, I'm pretty much invested in it. I think that uh. You right after what we talked about, they he. 
I, I, as soon as they fucking said that they was pretty much, uh, he was considering maybe coming back. I'm like, well, damn, that means that obviously he's not necessarily dead. You yeah, know what no, I'm saying? Because like, I was talking to Ariel after the fourth, like I said, bro. And here's my 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 take on it. Well, really, our take on on it. He's either not really dead, and he just faked his death, and they just showed the two the last two remaining friends he had kind of at his headstone, just to kind of like. I don't know, make the, the audience think that he might potentially be dead, but for real, for real, they could have really just went there to put the headstone down just to put the headstone there. Because think about it earlier, bro said, because when, when the, uh, the, what's the guy's name? Winston. Dead in the fourth one? The fuck? You said what? Is he dead in the fourth one? No, not necessarily. Oh. We don't know. They oh. just kind of kind of left left you with the, on, the, on the cliffhanger. So he could be, he might not be. I mean, he took three I'm bullets. Side, I'm on the side of the fence that he, where he took way, he's taking way more way more stuff than that in the past but I'm just I'm on the side of the fence where he might not be dead because I remember this one scene where they were talking about headstones and the yeah. dude Winston said something about what's on his headstone and I'm like hold up you still alive oh did he kill somebody with a pencil on that one damn yeah. he stuck that pencil in his ear bro yeah bro so, so yeah like I don't know I don't think he's dead I think either he comes like more context he had a friend that, that helped him a friend from a past life that helped him out tremendously in the fourth one. And because of him helping him out, because of his friend helping John, because of the John's friend that helped him out, he also got killed. Oh, shit. But he had a daughter. So my take is that the daughter that didn't want the dad to help John in the first place is about to avenge her father's death, which, which, might, be, which might make her the, the new character in the fifth mm-hmm. one. And she's probably going to have to rely on this man, John, to help her get revenge or justice for a father and there might be some tension because you'll be like oh you got my dad killed exactly it's like yo i didn't necessarily take a blood oath. i'm not i don't owe you anything i don't i didn't take a blood oath or anything like that but like yo like he was my friend and he did die because of me so it's like uh, i don't know that's why that's where i think the fifth one might might come back into the equation Mm, okay those two scenarios that would be the most realistic and it does seem like the most I think I gave you two scenarios. But, but th- those are the most realistic angle for that approach. I feel like that's the best way to approach the next one. Because it's like, what other way? And me watching the movie, I was trying to pick up on what they could do next. I was yeah, like, all right, because like, they, they can't just end it right here. Because I think of it this way. like Based on her dad having the same type of hotel situation in Japan that Winston had in New York, they by default got to know each other. So mm-hmm. if or if not John is dead, Winston would be the link to knowing where he is for her. And then once he gives that up to her, if he gives it up to her, I guess really him and the Bowery King would be the last two people that would be able to kind of tell anybody anything about where he is. You know what I mean? This is just a random side note. I just talk, talking shit before we change subjects. Why do every movie that depict like Hitman Assassins, they always wear suits? Like, what's the point of wearing all those fancy, nice clothes just to get they're bloody? Usually taking high profile people out. So it's yeah, like, in order to bro. like blend in with the crowd, they usually, they I don't got, know, finally, they, they usually approach the them in these scenarios Slovenia like dinner parties out, and stuff. Yeah, they got to take the king of Slovenia out at his birthday party, bro. You got to fucking wear a suit. Right. $10,000 and up, bro. What the fuck? You're not getting in there without a suit. Yeah. All right. That's a good ass. All right. I really mm-hmm. was like, just like, I'm like, yo, <laughs> is there a, ma- a method to this madness? I mean, just think of people. Think, think, think of the think, even think of the bounties that they had on their heads as hitmen. Yeah, like 
the king of Slovenia could have like fucked the king of fucking. Like Russia as a hitman, I'm not even about shit. to risk taking the opportunity to kill somebody if I know that I'm not gonna at least get paid a decent amount of money. Because at the end of the day, I'm still, at the end of the day, I'm risking my life to do this. At least a hundred mil, bro. You want him dead, but you're not willing to kill him. This is at 198. Right, right. <laughs> Who's out there taking people out the whole 198. movie? I do like how also uh, with this movie, I don't know if you pay attention. There's a few cool things they do with the movie with this with these movies too. They always tend to choose the craziest locations with fighting, like this one scene right here. Oh, the, mirror, the whole. But then also just like the last one when they did the for like a whole fucking. Three minutes, bro. They had a fight scene where it was the top view of like the 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 view of the uh the building. You remember? That was pretty crazy for it. Like, it was interesting to see it done oh, like top, that. Top down view. Yeah, like you don't see shit like that in an action movie that often. Um, which kind of brings me to my next thing. This will be a cool ass video game. Look at how young he looked in this movie, Winston. That's crazy. <laughs> so, quick question. Yeah, you what's thought, up? You guys think it's more CGI than like real action shots or no? Nah, this is nah. the only thing that CGI is the blood. Yeah, the blood um, and death stuff. That's the cool CGI. thing about Keanu Reeves is that he does a lot of his own stunts. Mm-hmm. Um, he also does, he he knows martial arts, so a lot of the movements are a lot more authentic. I'm pretty sure they do have like maybe like a uh, like a backup stuntman or something, but um, yeah. huh? I was like, oh. my bad. I'm pretty sure they have like a backup stuntman or something, but um. Yeah, no, like, the fight scenes are very authentic. Like, the only thing that's um, CGI is, like I said, the blood. And, of course, I mean, there's other CGI shit, too, obviously. But the shit that you really notice the most probably would be, like, the blood. For sure. Or, like, the gun the gun blast. But, um, yeah, the fight, shit, the fight scenes be on point. <clears throat> but, yeah, I feel like this, I feel like, uh, this would be a dope video game. John Wick? Yeah, yeah like I mean, it basically is like Hitman. Let's be real, Hitman is basically that, uh, but it's not. It's but it's not. Time. It's not it's as like... much fighting. It's more gun and like meticulous, take a motherfucker out quietly. But it'd be cool to have a John Wick game because he travels around the world, so you can make it to where the game ex- exists for you moving around in different places. And it would also just be cool to like honestly then give you a little bit more of his backstory and have you play some of this stuff, play through some of the. The stuff that he did, he done in his past life. No, nah, I, I mean that's what you would do. Me personally, no, I, I'm saying it, like it would be dope to have some missions like that in the game, so it's not just you 100 percent playing the playing through the movie that you've already seen. No, 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 I wouldn't even do it like that. How would you do it then? I would just make a game based off the world of John Wick. Still call it John Wick, but be like John Wick the game. But you wouldn't be playing John Wick. You'd play like an you agent or you create your character that's based off the same world. You know what I'm saying? And do something like that. That's what I would do. You know what I mean? And then create multiple side stories. So have like a main storyline, but have like side stories that you can choose. Because it's almost like you choose your own path. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that would be a cool, like a sandbox type situation where like you can choose to like pick your missions that you want, but you also have like a regular storyline that you can follow too. I think that would be dope. So like GTA? Exactly. Yeah, I was just thinking. Like GTA, you know what I'm saying? But like you're you're a secret agent. I mean, not secret agent. You're a assassin for like this motherfucker. Free roam in a way. Yeah, free roam. But you know what I'm saying? You pick your missions and shit like that. You know, I think that should be dope, man. Like there are different like criminal underworlds you can do missions for. Yeah, or something, or like you know, something. Cool. This would be a dope video game. though. I'm surprised they really haven't like thought about it. 
I feel like it's a whole nother job, obviously, but it could work. This was cool. The scene where he's fighting with the horse. Yeah. That's also another cool thing about this movie, too. They got creative with 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 ways to kill people, which kind of reminds me of Hitman. Because, like, there's a lot of cool little things he did when he was trying to fuck him up. Like, yeah, he, that horse fucked him up quick. Like, <laughs> he got got too by the horse. I'm about to watch it just because he has to talk about it. I'm surprised you haven't seen, uh, have you seen one through three? Um, I caught one, but not two and three. Oh, yeah, you got to see two and three. But three hours, bro, the last movie I sat that long for was Avatar. I mean, but if you've seen one through three at this point, it's like... Yeah, the investment is there. You want to find out. That motherfucker yeah, was especially, long, especially based long. on the way the third one ended, they just left you on a super cliffhanger. Like, yeah, like, what just happened to this dude? For sure. Yeah, I didn't get the third one. Like, so it's like... I mean, I feel like they kind of leave you on a cliffhanger. Not really leave you on a cliffhanger, because I feel like the first one didn't leave you with a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, okay, either these people are going to retaliate and try and get revenge on him, or they're not. Right. But really, I don't because in the first one, he, I don't think he got, he didn't get his car back, did he? In the first one? Mm. He didn't get his car back until the second one, I don't think. I can't remember. No, he didn't get his car back until the second one. I don't one. think so. Yeah. So it's like, or something the, like the that. first I can't one, remember. he didn't do anything but get revenge on the dude that, that killed his dog. He still had more. Damn, I forgot Holly Berry was in this one. Oh, shit. Really? Oh, I just recently saw it, so. That's Holly Berry. Yeah, I know. I forgot she was in that one. Which one was that one? The third one. But damn, bro, that's, bro, it's crazy how time flies. Because when was the first John Wick come out? Dude, time flies. Let me see. Bro, Holly Berry and Catwoman, bro. Oh, my God. That shit was weak. It was weak, but, like, did you see how she looked? She fell off. Bro, you ain't hitting no, bro. The, fuck? the first one came out in 2014. Damn, dude. See, this franchise has been out for 10 years, basically, at this point. So that don't, that's fucking crazy. Ain't no way this shit been out that long, dog. That's, a that's fucking time. wild. Time flies, bro. I mean, you saw how young Winston looked in the first one. 2014? It really oh. don't seem like it's been that long, do it? Or how young Winston looked in the second one, I think. Rest in peace to the uh, concierge. Facts. I don't want to... I fucked up his owner's name, but... It's fucked up that he legit died. And it's the way he died, too. It was just like, dang. Like, really? You know what I'm saying? He died in real life. No, I'm saying the way he died in the movie. Oh, also, it was just That's like, true. yo, like... What's gonna do, my guy like This that? man really do be all around the world fighting motherfuckers, though. But yo, we've been on. We've spent a lot of time on John Wick. Let's get to the next topic for real. I feel like we can. The next topic is. Um, oh yeah, I guess it's still tied tied to movies. But we were watching a bunch of uh, classic movies yesterday. I don't know if you even know about these movies. These might be a little slightly before your time, Marty. But do you know? Um, do you know Dazed and Confused? Sounds familiar, but probably not. What about Anaconda? Anaconda. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta say it like this, Anaconda. What you know about Anaconda, bro? So you're not bro, saying it right, Tevin. Block, blockbuster days, bro. My you're not saying words. it right, Tevin. Say, say it again. Um, say Anaconda backwards. Anaconda. That's the only way I know how to say it. That's the only way I know how to say it. Anaconda. But yeah, big ass snake. <laughs> yeah, I was. And it's funny because last time we talked about this movie, Anaconda. Um. I was telling Tevin how bad the CGI was. He was like, nah, yeah. bro. It was pretty good. I didn't you say it was pretty it, good. Bro, you said it was straight. See, see, the reason why it was good. I didn't say it was pretty good. Bro, we weren't fucking accustomed to all the CGI. So it'd be like, It looked straight. 
It looks That's straight why I was back looking then. back at it's like damn. This but shit I, was I, bad. I had watched it. Um, I had watched <clears> it not too long ago, and I was like, yo, like this movie is terrible with the, the CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we watched the movie. Took took, took us back to like, I say for us, when we came out like when I, what was it say ninety seven up there on the screen. 97? That was, that was when I was born, bro. See, yeah, that's, yeah. Shit. We were in, like, kindergarten, first grade when this movie came out. What's crazy, man, the movies we we grew up watching, because, like, what age was I when I really watched Because I've seen this movie a shitload, but I don't remember the age I watched it and I knew what I was watching, like, interpreted it as, like, oh, well, I don't remember, I don't remember what age I was. But I was definitely a kid. Yeah, we were definitely early, early elementary school when this movie yeah, came out. Yeah, I was definitely elementary. But it was like one of those movies where I just, I mean, I used to like snakes when I was a little kid, watching like nature documentaries and stuff. So like, this movie came out, my parents took me to go see it. And In the theater? Yeah. That's dope. Well, not in the theater. I don't know Dude. if it was in the theater, but they definitely had it at the, at the crib when it came out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's weird because like my parents... I can't like, if it was a PG-13 movie. No, that movie's rated R. It is? But it's weird because like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that movie's rated R. They get eaten by snakes. I can get it real quick. Yeah, but there wasn't a lot of like... Blood and like stuff in this movie. It might have been PG thirteen. I think someone got their head chopped off, right? <clears throat> but what I was gonna say was, it's weird with my parents. They would let me watch rated R movies, but it would, but I I couldn't watch certain things like yeah, so, it's PG thirteen. So oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So when I it comes, see this in theaters. When it came to like uh, when it came to like horror movies, for some odd reason, my parents would let me watch it. When it came to an action movie, for some odd reason, my parents would let me watch it. But if it was something where it was a lot of cursing in it, they 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 wouldn't let me sit around and watch it. It's the weirdest shit ever. I'd have to go to my room if they cussed. But but motherfucker getting killed, I guess it ain't that bad. So yeah, I came up watching you, a lot of crazy shit. They sent you to the room just because they said shit. No, I mean no, it was like if if it was like some shit where it was like really they dropping f bombs crazy and shit, oh, for sure. or if they start showing like, titties or something. Then, then I gotta leave. But like, if a motherfucker getting killed though, it was never an issue. My parents were usually just on some. Don't tell people we let you watch yeah, this. Or, or just close your Don't eyes. repeat and don't repeat anything you hear or see in this movie yeah, outside no, of the house. On that. Like, we and if we find out if we find out you've been repeating it or doing anything from this movie outside the house, <laughs> you will that's never see. Ass. You will never see. That's yeah. the one. That's your ass. Until you will never see any stuff like this again. Until you are one hundred percent of age. Yeah, so that was enough for me to just be quiet because my parents let me watch stuff that mm-hmm. most most kids we're not getting able, we're not being able we're not, we're not able to watch. So, man, there's nothing better than watching a movie that you're not supposed to watch and you allowed to, and you allowed to, to watch, watch it. it. It's like oh shit, I'm watching this. Like we all been in those situations as a kid where you watch it something with your parents and it's like oh shit, like y'all let me. Because every time I would ask my friends like if they seen like Friday or something like that and they'd be like what like what's that and I'm like oh I'm like never mind. <laughs> Let me just be quiet. You clearly don't know what it is. Because, like, I grew up on The Matrix, and I know The Matrix is a very, like... Because that's rated R, isn't it? Yeah, but that's what I was going to yeah, get right. at. Is like, The Matrix is not necessarily a very bad... It's not really a bad movie, honestly. They don't even really cuss in that movie. But it is rated R, and, and some would say, as a child, a child doesn't need to watch a movie like that. But I grew up... Watch, like, I've watched that shit. As a, that's the type of shit I Look grew up on. Look at this terrible CGI. Like, I mean, shit. You saw how quick that snake ate him? A snake does not... Eat anything that quick. Them motherfuckers do be taking shit. Hold up, pause. Yeah, but it don't take them thirty seconds to swallow a person whole. Pause. I mean, like, if an anaconda was really gonna eat a person, it would take them hours to do that. Yeah. 
This movie was actually kind of fun watching last night. I ain't gonna hold you. It was like it, it was. It's crazy because it's like it was just nostalgic. It ain't. It's it's like it's not corny, but it's like I don't want to say it's corny because I actually still enjoy it. But it's like damn, like some of this shit is like really low key. We got some good movies in '97. We had this. We had the second Jurassic Park. I want to say Godzilla was '97 as well. I had that on VHS. Or was that '99? I don't remember, but I had might have been '99. I don't remember though. Don't quote me. But yeah, we had some pretty some pretty decent movies out around this time. I would say George in the Jungle, but that was '96. Um, yeah, like it was a decent amount of movies that came out in '97 that we rock with. Dang, nostalgic. This is so nostalgic. For sure. Hey, '97, like just randomly, like I'm on here too since I'm born in '97. That's pretty cool. What you uh? What we got next on the list? That's pretty much it. What time is it? Um, eleven fifty-five. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, unless you got anything else you want to talk to us about, Marty, we about to hop off this line and jump into the the jam session. Shit, I'm straight. Make next time I'll bring y'all a, a, back, a backwood or some shit. You know I don't All smoke right. backwoods. I'll bring you an extra <laughs> joint. Shit. All right. Blow it up, but preach, preach, preach. Hey, tell me, what hat is that? Well, what? What hat, oh. hat are you wearing? Yeah, shit, it's that Ernst World man exclusive. You know, oh. we gotta get one for everybody. I'm glad you brought it up, man, because somebody's supposed to be making merch soon. I mean, I got a homie that has an embroidery machine. He yeah, we got to get, get right. He got to get, get the machine. Mm. He got to get some maintenance done on the machine, on, but they, he said he should have his machine up and running back. Designed by yours truly. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a summer hat, bro. Yeah, bro. We going to get right, man. Um, Yeah, you know, dog. Get my fits right for the summer. We got to you know. get. We got to get. We, we, a lot of people been asking for this hat. So, yeah. Aaron got some shit. She got some work to for do, sure, bro. For sure. For <laughs> sure. In the works. Yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you, uh, you know, on, um, we appreciate you, man, pulling up. Well, not pulling up, but hey, hopping yeah. on Basically, the phone. Virtually pulling yeah, up. Yeah, virtually pulling up. We're going to have you pull up for real, for real soon, though. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it for having me, bro. It's been a long cool time coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next time I pull up, shit, I'll probably play y'all some. play y'all a couple of something I've been working on, but I might work on shit tonight, like right now. All right. We Go ahead. Yeah, we, we yes, don't, don't let us hold you up. Facts. No, no, no. Don't let us hold you up. <sighs> shit, I've been staying up till like 4 a.m. making shit, bro. I ain't going to hold it. That's how it's supposed to be. It is how it's supposed to be, bro. Real fella hours. I already Facts. know. Rockstar hours. Are we going to say it too? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're going to, like I said, hop off this phone real quick and jump to this jam sesh. Sure. We appreciate you tapping in with us, Y'all man. Next time, night, we'll bro. have you sitting here on the couch. You too, bro. Yes, Hold sir, it down, yes, man. Hey, Tevin, hit me up on Friday, bro. I'm going to pull up. I got you. I, I, uh, I'll, give you I'll keep you posted and send you the info, uh, info and shit. All right, for sure. All right. Y'all have a good night, bros. All right, bro. You too. Peace. Holla back. Well, that was Marty, man. All right, yeah, but um, I guess hop into this. Jam session. We got some tracks we're going to play for y'all. Got a decent amount of them. Got some that our homie Marty shared with us to share with y'all. So, yeah, we're about to get hit over the head with some bangers real quick. All right, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. 
Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share it with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Earns World TV. All music from the jam sessions is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts, DJ Earn One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll be back.